This is an emergency broadcast from Radio Free Istvan. All Imperial forces, stay away from Istvan 5. The fort flooding in of a massacre on the Black Sands. Horus has revealed his hand and gathered yet more traitorous Primarchs to his side. Ferris Manus is dead. Vulcan and Korax are missing. Stay safe, brothers, and stay away from the Istvan system. The Emperor protects. What's going on, Radio Freest Van listeners, and welcome to episode 112 of the Radio Freest Van podcast, a Horace Heresy 30K podcast. My name is Michael. I got my co-host here, powerful Derek. Let's see what's going on, Derek. Just for clarification, we're not the Age of Sigmar one. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> uh, we are the. I am the Dust one, though. That one is real. <laughs> oh yeah, that that is us. But well, not the uh, not the other one. And we also got my co-host, powerful Scott here. Go see what's going on, Scott. Good evening. And you, we are missing one character in our normal lineup, the powerful Mr. Kimmel. He is out there celebrating powerful Emily's birthday right now. And just, do y'all want to tell Emily happy birthday? Happy birthday, Emily. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday and, to you. And Scott's birthday is tomorrow, too. So happy birthday, Scott. Yeah, it's my birthday. <laughs> yeah, a much happier birthday to me. <laughs> <laughs> so absolutely so uh we're gonna go over this first part we're gonna go over some uh some hobby progress our intro and all that jazz we're gonna go ahead and look into the old email bag and see who sent us some messages and emails see if we got some stories in there i know uh psych ward chris sent us something so can't wait to shake oh, that nice terrifying Jesus. story out <laughs> uh and then uh ryan will join us later with his uh, with his list review and question answers, so <laughs> seems pretty solid. Seems pretty solid, man. So anyway, who wants to start out the uh, hobby progress? You can go ahead and shame me out first, real quick. I didn't uh, get as much done this week as I wanted to. I've got all my transfer work done. I just need to do some sealant, or like my uh, clear coat and dull coat. It's just been so goddamn hot outside, dude. I <laughs> like. Uh, yes, for starters, yes, it's extremely hot outside. Like that's like there's no joke about that. I think everybody in the UK is dying right now. Like we got air conditions here. I didn't know air conditions. Like I had a feeling that air conditions weren't common everywhere, but I didn't know like just nobody had fucking air conditions in the yeah, UK. Yeah, not like common that. in shitty places like New Delhi and stuff. <laughs> not, not like England. <laughs> Fuck, man. You guys don't have AC? Christ almighty. <laughs> have you, like, do y'all have AC uh, AC in Kentucky? Like, I'm guessing you Fuck do. yeah, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ, the <laughs> heat index today was 105. <laughs> so, so I've been to New Mexico and they don't have air condition. They have uh, swamp something. Swamp, swamp coolers swamp and they're fucking swamp bullshit. Coolers. Yeah, swamp coolers lead to swamp ass, my friend. They, those <laughs> are do not remotely function the same. Yeah, so so they have swamp coolers. Uh, hold on, let me let me go. Is that or, just an ice chest with like a <laughs> hole on the side with the fan attached to it? Yeah, pretty much. Like a shop fan. It's I as bad as fucking janky as it sounds. To be honest, it's fucking bullshit. A swamp cooler is a device that cools air through the evaporation of water. Evaporative cooling differs from typical air conditioning systems, which uses vapor compression or absorption refrigeration cycles. Evaporative cooling works by exploiting water's large ethylopoly 
Ithlabundus of vaporization. The temperature of dry air can be dropped significantly through the phase transition of liquid water to water vapor evaporation. That's what a swamp cooler Let is. Let me I don't tell know you something. You don't got time to wait for water to evaporate when you're fucking evaporating, okay? You need AC now. I saw that one meme. It was like, uh, at, at what temperature does the body start dying? It's like, your cells will start dying at 106 degrees. And it's that dude, he looks at the temperature and it's 109. He goes, oh, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> so, yeah, man. Yeah, it's no joke. It's not. It actually, dude. Like it, on the real, though. On the real, it hasn't been terrible to be outside. Have you been outside lately? Like in the shade? Don't be in the sun. The sun's deadly. <laughs> no, I don't get a lot of shade in the parking lot. Oh, oh yeah. You okay? Yeah, no. It hasn't been bad. It has not been bad lately. Like uh, the other day when we were at Rockport doing the whole uh, the whole heresy camp, trying to find sponsorships and all that jazz. It was it was not bad. It was not terrible. Yeah. Dude, it but is anyway. so fucking hot here. It's awful. And the thing about it is something about a place's oxygen content controls the size of the insects, like the arthropods <laughs> in that area. Well, we got a lot of fucking oxygen up in this bitch because <laughs> the mosquitoes here are like hummingbirds this year. They're huge. <laughs> and it's only July. Like, I went outside and one, like, snatched my five-year-old off the ground. It's fucking terrible out there man i hate it i fucking hate it i just want to move away oh my gosh man it, that's another thing the uk doesn't have they don't really have the the mosquitoes like we do or horrifying spiders that are like i have found shelter in your basement so like ah this my basement now. i just have to i just got to brick off my basement can't go down there anymore <laughs> christ not with that that's... thing fucking lurking around Dude, the other day, I I don't know if I talked about this on this podcast, but I found a uh, 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 a brown widow spider underneath this car Whoa. in the front yard, and, and like brown widows, if you if you don't know, they're like the they're like the ugly cousin of a black widow. Like they're not like they're not as like romanticized because they're not as deadly as the black widow. They don't have as good of a PR person. Yeah, they're just like they're like, hey man, we will fuck you up, but we're not gonna kill you because we're not assholes. We're just gonna we're Close just gonna enough. paralyze enough. your heart just for like a few minutes. So just chill. But anyway, I see this brown widow spider, and I think to myself like, oh my god, fucking kitty, kitty's gonna walk near the car. It, it was part. It was underneath that car in the front yard. We have a like old school car in our front yard that Jake's working on, and it was there. And I was like, kitty's gonna get it. And so I go to like go crush it. And I miss, and it like crawls up in the car. And I was like, "Well, can't go in that car now." Little did I know. <laughs> get some some body spray and a lighter, and Dude, well, and they smelled like fresh. But anyway, little did I know that brown widow spiders, once they lay their eggs, when those eggs hatch, like five million come out, like something ridiculous, some ridiculous number. Like then you just get your house infested by brown widow spiders. And so when I walked outside, like nah, maybe like. Four days later, there was probably like 16, 17 brown widow spiders underneath the car. And then like all along the side of my house, there was nothing but brown widows. Like just make like brown widows everywhere. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, kitty, get inside. <laughs> <They're trapped. laughs> you just got to leave your house and call for a fucking airstrike on that thing, man. <laughs> just <laughs> Dude, don't play. Pretty much. I went to town with some boric acid, man. I 
covered them with it and they I haven't seen them since. They're all dead, but good lord, man. If you see a brown widow, make sure it's dead. Make sure you kill it and <laughs> kill the eggs. Cause don't leave orphans. Don't leave orphans. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so anyway, you didn't get any hobby progress done? I guess we'll well, I, I finished up all my uh, decal work. Oh, like I, said, I just need to put the clear coat on and weather my decals a little bit. Decals mm-hmm. change the whole game, like oh as far as like God. the look of a model. I, it makes a huge fucking difference. Because uh, what I've been doing is I've been it, putting the Night Lords one on and then hitting it with just a little bit of like a uh, dark blue with my airbrush just to make it like super faded. Oh, badass! And it looks fantastic. At least compared to what I've been putting out. I'm proud of you, Derek. Me too. I'm proud of all your deco work. But my Fire Raptor got a Fire Raptor finally. And so now I've got to like, well, I can paint this or I can build this. I hear you. Yeah. So I'm just have to like power through it and finish what I got to finish so I can get started on the next part. Badass, dude. Hell yeah. I'm excited. Especially because, uh, uh, sorry to cut you off. Everybody's uh, always been like, "Oh, you like you like building tanks? Oh, well, try putting together a fucking fire after then, and tell me how much you like it then." So, <laughs> I'm excited to see what everybody's talking about. I think you're gonna be okay because there's a lot of people out there who don't believe in the uh, good old fashioned uh, accelerator on their glue, and it. Oh my god. Yeah. Really, you just force the fire raptor into place and then just spray it, and then it's like now you're yeah. stuck like that forever, forever. Get it in all bind. in glue, force it into place, and then have a buddy hose you and that fire raptor down with the accelerator, and you're done. <laughs> Whatever skin had glue on it is going to burn off, but that's just a heal. You just got to heal that. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's the offering. <laughs> so, very cool, Dirt. Um, if you need help with that fire raptor. Definitely ask pretty. Because <laughs> I don't want to help. <laughs> you, you made that, that very clear before we started recording. <laughs> like, oh, man. <laughs> yeah. So anyway. Uh, I know Scott wants to probably go last on his probably progress because his was very cool. Right. It's be hard to follow. So yeah, dude, for real. Uh, so I have... <laughs> I have 12 Phalanx Warders that I have gotten to a good standard. <laughs> but that's about it. That's all I've done. Everything else has been dust because I've been prepared for Gen Con. So, you know. Just going to blow them out of the water with like these beautifully painted models that they're not used to? Uh, I don't know, man. I- I've seen a lot of people with posting their stuff up that like their-, their stuff looks good. And I'm just like, man, okay. I was like, well, I'm not going to go with nothing but unpainted models like i can't treat the heresy like that i can't go as a uh you know an ambassador an ambassador of Absolutely heresy not. Yeah, <laughs> to dust not. and have naked models so yeah i was forcing myself to get that done uh i painted up some of those guys got them all beautiful and and ready to go i packed them up today and uh tonight i will run to the post office and get them shipped off to ryan to meet me there because I flew super cheap on Frontier Airlines, <laughs> and so I cannot put them in my bag. Let's hope you make it, sir, because <laughs> that airline is shady. But <laughs> Frontier Airlines, whatever happens, happens. <laughs> yeah. Taking you all the way to the scene of the crash. <laughs> so what about you, Scott, man? What have you been working on? 
Okay, seven days, start to finish. I have officially finished this Warhound for our Heresy Camp Toys for Tots auction, and I am pretty excited about it. Uh, I have bugged the fuck out of you guys with constant updates of every little thing I managed to accomplish on this thing. But it was a lot of fun. Um, it was a Lucius Pattern Warhound like we talked about on last episode. Uh, it's just a fun model, man. It's fucking huge. So, putting it together, I've done one in the past, and I can definitely see how, for if someone's never put one together, how it can be kind of daunting. But I'd fortunately done at least one before, so I, I would knew how to throw it, to, throw it together, all that good stuff. Um, had a lot of fun doing that. I've had even more fun painting. I did like the more natural looking, not like stenciled flames, but, you know, flames kind of free-handed with my airbrush. And I think that it came out a lot better than it would have if I'd have just done like, you know, standard stencils. Um, got the base. I, I did like a giant wooden oval base and I put some ruins on it, like some some standard building ruins and he's like stomping through it and i'm i posed him where he's standing up real tall so he looks really you know imposing and stuff was at least the plan i painted all the internals all that shit and uh i'll get pictures of that either up tonight or or tomorrow one of the two you know as soon as i as soon as i can but really happy with it man i mean i there was not a lot of source material as far as Legion Legio Audax goes, you know, other than what you read in Betrayer and stuff. So I kind of had to take some liberties as far as what I thought it was and what their iconography would look like and the type of markings they would have. So <laughs> I put some sons of, some Eye of Horus stuff on there because they are a traitor traitor Legio, and then uh some stuff that binds them to the world eaters. Cause that's, that's like their, their road dogs or world eaters. And then, um, outside of that, I, I just kind of found some decals I liked on some sheets I had and threw those on there and called it good. And, uh, I just, I'm putting the final touches on it right now. I'm putting a little bit of art code on all the little sensors and TV screens and all that shit that I painted, painted all the cockpit, the fucking, dudes inside of it all that good stuff so um it was a lot of fun i've grown attached to this thing and i'm gonna be sad to see it go i think at heresy camp i know we're having an auction if you want this motherfucker you better come ready to outbid me bitch because i'm bringing the heat <laughs> fucking <laughs> i love it it's like, scott we told you not to name it <laughs> You don't talk about Log Tim McShanks that way, sir. Okay, <laughs> but uh, but uh, yeah, man, I'm real excited, and it was a lot of fun and fun to work on. It's always a pleasure. This is like one of those models that, when I was a kid and I first started doing this hobby, I never, ever, ever would have thought I'd ever be able to work on one of these, let alone do it justice. So, it's kind of a cool like milestone i guess to to put one together and and for it to actually look halfway decent and be like holy shit you know i have come a long way so it was a <laughs> lot of fun man <laughs> look at scott man he's like you got a twinkle in your eye and everything man like, you're just <laughs> right. holding the models you're just holding it in your hand <laughs> gently rocking okay. it That's and right. the fact that it's a lucius pattern man like that's just like i love them boxy boys i've always been yeah man it, yeah. It's my favorite one by far. 
All them, all them squared off pieces. <laughs> all them hard lines. <laughs> but I, I really do, man. I think you did it. I think you did it very much justice. Uh, it's so funny whenever you started like posting up your your progress pics, and they just kept coming and kept coming. And every day it was like a little oh, bit yeah. taller. Like it was like day one. <laughs> it's taking a bath. Day two, it's feet now. And then like two hours later, it's legs now. <laughs> like, oh. It's like day it's three. has got a dick. Like, <laughs> it's so awkward. Yeah, man. It, like watching it get built up was awesome. And then like seeing the almost finished result, it's like, for one, I love those uh, those giant eyes of Horace on it. <laughs> like it definitely, uh, definitely pops on the model. <laughs> like it's, Dude, it's, it's put together... To the best of my ability, like I did not take any shortcuts. I pinned everything. I fucking used two part epoxy. I've it's as good as I'm capable of producing. So, if for some reason it breaks, it's your fault. Yeah, it's all my, <laughs> yeah. Whatever not you, you did to it, not it's not yeah. my fault. <laughs> I don't know how you fucking pulled it off, but if you left it on top of the car drove off and it took a header that's not my problem that is your problem sir you should put a little sticker like inside the hole where like it's not painted or anything like that like and then the sticker just says if you see this call this number and then as soon as they call the number what did you do what have you done what have you done I'm giving you an address to send it back to. Write this fucking down do, as hard as you can. What did you do? <laughs> uh, it looks great, man. Yeah, I think it's gonna set the standard, honestly, for Legio Audax. Yeah, man. Because oh. if you go like, if you tag this like Legio Audax like 50 times and just throw it anywhere, like these realistic flames on it just look so crazy. Like it just like he like it looks like he's like walking through these like invisible flames that you can only see on his armor it's very weird um but yeah man definitely going to set the standard for how legiotix should look and i know originally you weren't planning on adding that little bit of orange in there and that little bit of yellow but <laughs> yeah i'm so glad you did cuz it looks fucking yeah. great yeah i think it helped bring out bring out the the flames a little bit better so hopefully it finds a good home man yeah even if it just comes right back home with you. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm telling you, bring your bring your fucking pocketbooks. <laughs> bring your shekels. I'm saving by it right now. So <laughs> very cool. So God damn, I'm still looking at it, man. It looks great. <laughs> Everything about it. So anyway, I guess uh that's all we got for hobby progress, huh? It's pretty much uh that's pretty much all we got as far as we're you know it's, we're we're running we're running one one short today so what can we do so let's see what we got here all right y'all ready for this from powerful Chris oh late on me oh and by the way I haven't said this in a while <laughs> <laughs> so what we're about to do right now is we're about to jump into some voicemails that we got. And uh, if you're looking at leaving us a voicemail, you can do that by calling 209-RFI-30K-0. Uh, I, <laughs> I know we haven't shouted out our, uh, our, e- our, our phone number in a while, 
and we still get them. We just kind of assume everybody knows that they can send voicemails to us, but or that they can check our Facebook and they'll have all sorts of information like email addresses, the list archive. Yeah, it'll actually there's a button on there that says call now and if you push that call now button on your normal phone on Facebook, it will call our voicemail and send us a voicemail and that's what we play on the show all the time. So if you have an event you want shouted out, you can just hit call us now or you can call 209-RFI-30K0. Or if you're really crazy and you have a, like let's say you're international and you want to leave us a, a voicemail, you can always just go on to our email and that Michael at warmer30k.com, send me an email with the MP4 clip and uh, I will, I'll play it. I'll play it on there. Unfiltered. We do not screen these. We do not screen them. So anyway, on to this, this one called New Psych Story, which I can only imagine is going to be exciting. Exciting. Let's see. Hey guys, so it's been a while since I've done any kind of like inpatient psych story. So this one's a little different. It's individual, so I have to be um, extra vague. Um, but so if somebody came in for help and they were like, "Hey, I compulsively slam my dick in things every day," like. Literally every day. It could be everything, any kind of, you know, just picture any kind of hard, like, door, you know? Something that you wouldn't want to slam your finger in, because you'd have, probably have to go to the hospital if you, like, did it hard, you know? So, they're sitting in front of you, and, like, they're, like, sincerely, like, I slam my, I compulsively slam my dick in things, like, every day. I just have to, I have to do it. How would you handle that conversation? Like, what would you do? The Michael Jordan. Stop it. <laughs> like, and mind you, like, factoring things like keeping a straight face, having to actually think of, le- of a legit solution. Like. Get him an ice pack? Yeah. Just, you know. I'm just wondering what you guys would do. Oh, and I'd like to add that this is an actual thing, like, that I had experienced. Not the dick slamming, personally, but having the helps one with that so <clears throat> i'd probably lead off with like a bunch of questions yeah i feel like we're gonna need to unwrap that statement a little bit <laughs> just <laughs> just peel back layers on on why yeah yeah it's damn. like are you uh-huh. like first off let's talk about it's like art are you full masked when you're doing this or is it like just you know I don't know. There's like a it's, lot of things, yeah. and like how like how often are we talking? Are we like twice a day, three times a day. Is it just like oh shit, it's four o'clock, and then you just <laughs> like is it? <laughs> oh, sorry, Phil. Excuse me for just a moment. <laughs> just <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> All right, that's back to the meeting. That's gonna come out good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I really don't know. Like this is like I I had this discussion the other day about uh like. And and this is about to get real deep. So if you're listening to the podcast right now and you are possibly smoking some sort of you know legal drug, it's probably a good a good point to take a hit about now. That 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 fucking devil lettuce, sir. <laughs> yeah, the old Johnny Red Eye. <laughs> so so we were talking the other day, and uh, I was telling my new IT guy. I was telling him, I said, you know, 
because he, he was talking about what's his soul, you know, and all this jazz, and, you know, just we were getting, like, super deep. And so uh, we're sitting there talking, and we were talking about when I had my, uh, my whole little uh, brain surgery there. And they told me that for a few days something was going to be messed up with my uh, with my pituitary gland and was going to be creating some sort of chemical that may or may not cause me to hallucinate. And I was like, "All right, cool." And so they were like, "So if you do hallucinate, just like think it through, and uh, just you know, kind of, kind of just work through it, and like it'll go away." And so at the time, I was like, "Man, that sounds ridiculous, scary." And, you know, I would see, like, black figures and stuff, like, in, like, walking around and stuff like that. And they would just go away. And I'd be like, okay, okay, I see now. Like, this is all fake. This is all, like, not actually there. And um, at one point, I woke up in the morning. And I was looking at a, like, two-foot spider on my wall. Like, as soon as I woke up in the morning, and there was, like, a two-foot spider on my wall. And I was terrified. I was like... I don't know what I'm supposed to do. This is a giant spider. And it was, it wasn't daylight yet. So it was still like very dark in my room and all this jazz. And, and I, I was, I was looking at it and I'm like, man, like I'm going to die. Like this is how I die. I'm going to get killed by a giant spider. And then I was like, Oh wait, no, I'm hallucinating. Like this is the hallucination. So like, I'm looking at the spider, I'm looking at the spider and then it just dissolves away. And then like, I just wake up and like for a minute there, like I, I like truly understood that like your brain can fuck you hard <laughs> like that's like that's just the bottom line like your brain can accident like my brain accidentally spit out a little baby chemical it wasn't supposed to and made happen a giant two-foot spider on my wall and like this thing was vivid detail like black widow giant spider on my wall like it, like i remember i looked at it and i thought to myself oh my gosh what kind of spider is it? And like, I was looking at it up and down and like, I could see like all of its features and like I could, so I could identify the type of spider to see how fucked I was. And, and then it dissolved away. And so I'm like, man, my body accidentally like went and like spit out, like it spit out. Well, we got all these spider details and <laughs> severity of yeah. how fucked you are. If you see them, uh, throw them on the wall, I guess. I guess, I don't, I don't know what you're <laughs> supposed to do. So just toss them on the wall, please. And so, like, ever since that happened, like, anytime somebody, like, has some bonkers ass, like, I think of all the old ladies that have, like, dementia, you know, like, they're all like, well, there's, can you get all these bugs out my room? All these roaches on me? And you're just like, <laughs> man, there's no roaches on you. It, like, I think about those ladies and I always think to myself, like, man, dude, like, I am one chemical fuck up away from being a roach lady. And so, like, right. <laughs> like, Man, so I think about these people that slam their dick in the, you know, in the doorway, and they, you know, they give themselves the old smusheruni, and I don't know, man. Like I, I, they're normal people. They just got something that they got a chemical C that's supposed to be producing chemical B, and it turns out it's like, hey, you know what I enjoy? The old smusheruski. Turns out their brain <laughs> just figured out the chemical. The chemical compound to make you want to slam your dick in the door. So, I mean, you like... You know what was weird? Is he was reading this story, I wasn't even thinking, like, this is not even the remotely the worst thing we've we've covered. Like, it's not even that weird to me anymore. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. like, I think... God. I feel for the guy. The guy's getting help. Uh, 
and that's uh, that's good for him. But man, that's uh, like, what do you tell him? You tell him like, man, like, we need to get you some some blood tests. We probably need to figure out what kind of hormone you're making and see if maybe maybe get you a cup, <laughs> dude, for real. Get you a little sheath, a little carbon fiber. Or get sheath. you a nice new jacket with these great big sleeves on it, and. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, man, there's got to be some sort of imbalance of chemicals or something like that. And I don't know, man. Yeah, what is real? It, it just <laughs> it just raises a whole lot of like does does he like just start freaking out if he doesn't do it? Does does doing it make him feel good in a weird way or does he go? <laughs> do we do like it's how a much lot of variables? Yeah, so. I hope that guy's okay. Yeah, I'm kind of worried about him now. Okay. Anyway, we got another we got another message now. <laughs> hey guys, so I just wanted to do a shout out for a New Jersey event. Um, it's coming up on October 6th. We just launched registration today, which is the 27th, and we're almost uh, halfway full already. Um, it's 36 uh, players, so 18 tables, um, 3,000 points, but we're also doing it so if you don't have 3,000 points fully painted, you could bring 1,000 points, and for every 3,000 point um, block, like game block, will be two 1,000 point games of your choice, so Mortalis and or um, Centurion. Um, there's also uh, raffle support, so just for walking in the door, showing up to the event, you um, get a chance to win either, um, there's going to be a Kalf box and a Prospero box, so That's two lucky about. people will get one of them, um, you know, either one of them, uh, just for showing up, and then there's um, Best Painted, <laughs> there's uh, Loyalist, uh, best or most fair player and then trader most fair player they get store credit and then on top of it um, the store which is Mythico Studios in Succasana, New Jersey um, they're doing 25% off store wide except for uh, trading carts so think about like any you know they're going to load up on 30k centric plastic so like that night renegade game with the two knights and the terrain, it's two hundred dollars. So think about it; that'll be a buck fifty, which is sounds like they're matching eBay prices essentially, which is pretty insane. Um, and it's basically gonna go from like noon until like nine thirty p.m. Um, yeah, and it's yeah in New Jersey, so we're pretty excited. And oh yeah, there's also Lords of War are allowed. You could bring a super heavy, you could bring a Primarch and a character or or a character. But the way we're doing it is it's first come first serve registration. So, um, you know, if somebody registers with Dorn, no one else can, you know, and you can't have a named character and a Primark. Um, so I think that's, oh, and also if you have a 30k centric t-shirt, then your faction gets a, um, plus one victory point because it's a narrative campaign and if you if you have a silver closer patch you get plus two victory points for your faction if you have a gold closer patch you get plus three victory points um, for your faction so you may have an influx of closer patch requests hopefully you do um, 
and maybe you'll see an influx in your store too because we want as much 30k um, swag as possible at this place so and uh, so to register you go to NJ 30k uh, Facebook page there's a link you go to the game stores website to register and then um, you email us it's in the player pack um, you email us the list for approval so it's a 3,000 point list plus a thousand point list a 3,000 point list is a lot of 500 point sideboard so kind of like in magic so all right whoa that sounds like there fun so n- New Jersey heresy sounds like a good time sounds like i really like the uh you show up with a closer patch we're gonna give you some points you show up with uh you show up with uh, a a heresy related shirt you're gonna give you some points very cool man i hadn't seen that t-shirt bonus before that old good old-fashioned t-shirt bonus very rare that's pretty dope man i'm i'm excited man they uh that nj 30k group is uh They've been doing a lot. There's a lot of people on there showing off hobby progress and stuff like that. I monitor it like a, like a, a Texas stalker, a Texas, <laughs> Texas, New Jersey stalker. It's just part of your like Gilliman setup with your 30 K feed just pouring in. Yeah, that's right. Exactly what it is. <laughs> man, that's pretty cool, man. I'm excited to see how they do that. I'm, I'm excited to see that event, especially it's like, Hey man, you don't got 3000 points. No problem. We come with a thousand points. Fuck some shit up shake it all up and it's insane how popular and how played centurion is right now like the san antonio boys are about to like have a centurion event on the 15th like out of nowhere just if you're trying to break in man i mean you gotta think those calvin prospero boxes those plastics that's centurion pretty much ready to go you know right out the gate so Minus the custodes, you fucking cheese balls. Don't bring those. But <laughs> yeah, man. Honestly, games work like Centurion is basically the Eye of Horus's way of saying, "Hey, G Dub stores, we want to work with you." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, like we get that you don't have all the Forge World stuff and all that jazz, but we want to go ahead and Stop make treating it to us where... like shit. You know, <laughs> we're, we're we're people too. <laughs> So we just want to go ahead and uh, make a rule set so that you can, you know, enjoy your hobby inside your store. So, yeah, Centurion's popping, man. It is everywhere right now. I, I know of already off the top of my head that's four events playing Centurion this year before the, year, the end of the year. Very cool, man. Powerful, Chris. So, anyway. All right, what else we got? Uh, Betrayer, another shout out for Betrayer. Uh, so 3,000 point located in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. This is an event, Betrayer Part 3. Uh, if you remember, we shouted out Betrayer 1 and 2. Both of them were insane events. Uh, they were actually held at the Adventurers Guild. Uh, I think they sold out the last two, so this one's going to be doing a good job, I'm sure. There's probably going to be 30-plus players of Heresy there. Uh, they're doing 3,000-point games. Uh, Lord of War cap is at 650. Come hard, leave satisfied. Betrayer satisfies everyone except Custodes players. Uh, see the link below for more details. Uh, I know that they are limiting Custodes to um, ally only. Uh, so that is part of the player pack. So if you're worried about going and just getting your, your ass beat. slammed in a yeah. door. Yeah. 
fucking muffin smashed. <laughs> so, so yeah, that is going to be Betrayer, and that takes place August 11th. So, get your tickets, boys. August 11th, man, that's going to be on us real quick. Right after Gen Con. That's me what? Uh, not this weekend, but next weekend? Yep. That's right. Dude, I can't wait to see pics. Especially with how much they've grown from the first one to the second one. This one's going to be insane. Yeah, it's going to be a good time. So that's it. That's all I got for emails. There we go. So Evan. if you guys have an email that you want to send us or you have any sort of event shout out or anything like that, you can send that in to michael at warmer30k.com and I will read them on air for you. So, before we move on to Ryan and his list, is there anything I want to bring up? Anything I want to talk about? Well, um, no, there's not. From the sounds <laughs> of it. <laughs> I mean, unless you want me to like, rant about squad Hey, let me ask you this. Room. I get to fucking see you next weekend. Are we going to play some 30K? Uh, we can. I'm not bringing any 30k stuff, so I have to borrow some. You stuff, need to borrow one of Ryan's armies and fucking duel with me, sir. Or I can get real crazy and send on my Imperial Fist, and you're gonna be playing your uh, your Iron Ooh, Warriors, right? Boy. Ah, an ancient grudge match, one for the ages, <laughs> my friend. It's just uh, <laughs> now that I got twenty Tartaro boys <laughs> with their storm oh. shield and, and uh, thunder thunder hammers and power fist, man. I, I still got cool like that. I, I got some cool new augury scanner rules, though, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I'll have to see what I'm gonna do, man. I, I, there's not a lot of time. <laughs> there's like what, like four <laughs> days left before I'm gonna be on a plane over there. So, I have to figure something. Hey, I might just have to borrow something. I'm just saying, if I can finish a warhound in seven days, you, you can, can finish that. <laughs> you could mail your fistos. You have the power. We'll see. I'll definitely, I'll definitely find somebody's army to, to Welch and like to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyway, I guess we'll cut over to powerful Ryan. <laughs> What's going on, Radio Freest Band listeners, and welcome to episode. 112 of the Radio Free Savant Podcast, a Horace Heresy 30K podcast. My name is Michael. I've got my co-host Scott here. Gonna see what's going on, Scott. Well, well, well. <laughs> and we also have powerful Ryan. Let's see what's going on, Ryan. Hello, everyone. <laughs> so we're actually uh, recording live right now uh, from from Ryan Kimmel's little man cave down here in his basement. Soon to be retired man cave, upgraded. <laughs> Oh, oh yes, yes, good <laughs> little secrets. So, uh, this is gonna be a different episode for you guys. So we, since we're all hanging out, since we're all down here for Gen Con, and we're all hanging out at Ryan's house, we're actually me and Scott are playing a game right now, and well, we're about to get started on a game. And so the idea came up that we'll just like get this game going and get get deep into it while also recording. And uh, Ryan, like, commentating on on how we're playing the game and stuff like that. So, so. we're going to, like, take you back in time to 1930s radio things <laughs> before TV. And I'm going to, instead of 
doing the cool thing and doing Twitch feeds and shit. We're just going to describe to you What's a, 30, a 30k game <laughs> while we answer questions that were emailed to us and why we go over lists and shit. Uh, and get live reactions on die rolls and shit. And all guys keep you appraised of what's going on. Man, these models are painted so well. Too bad you can't see any of them. Yep, but... looks great. This terrain's <laughs> fucking sick. <laughs> if you're coming to Heresy Camp, you could see it. Yeah. You get to if see it. If you went to Adepticon, you could see it. So first off, let's talk about... Since we're going to like discuss this game, me and Scott are about to roll uh, to see what mission we're going to play, as well as uh, what... what uh, what deployment we're looking at, but the the real shout out here that we need to talk about is Ryan's Target purchased uh, Room Essentials Drawer Art Organizer Soft Protective Liner Trays that he got from Target. Yep. Like, these are probably, like, like I was a little bit skeptical when Ryan told me there was a stack of dice trays on the shelf, and he told me they were from Target, $2, and these things are incredible. Like, they're absolutely, like... These are $2 dice trays, and they stack up real nice. They stack up perfectly. Like, I'm rolling on them right now. They're great. So. They have a little rubber bottom. So the reason I got these is because I like... Cool. While I do like mats, mats are cool, and they're great for organizers, and I know a lot of people are into mats. I already owned a lot of, like, actual 3D surface tables. Um, plus, I think they're a little more immersive because you get the 3D look. So... But the drawback is when you roll dice, it's usually loud, and people get annoyed by it, especially when you got a bunch of people rolling all over the room. It adds a lot of noise to the room. And then also, sometimes your dice will be cocked because they'll get stuck on these boulders or whatever. So I needed a cheap dice tray that I could use for events and give out to all the players at the events. So I just went to Target. My wife actually, I think, came up with this idea. I think she was like, well, they make these little, you know, drawer organizers. You could use those. And we went and found them at Target, and I just bought all they had. So I think I ended up with a dozen of them. I've always meant to buy more because it's not like they're super expensive. I've just been kind of lazy and never gotten around to it. So we're playing Onslaught on the... So four. Uh, on the hammer and anvil table. So this is going to be, that's like the easiest. Hammer uh, and iron warriors deploy. Sorry. <laughs> All right. All right, man. So want to roll off to see who gets to deploy first? Sure. Sure I do. Uh, Warlord traits. Oh, yeah. You, uh, you roll two dice and you get to choose between the two. But you have to pick which table now because you have the standard marine one and then you also have the traits out of the rule book. I think the traits out of the rulebook are better, personally. Yeah, that's where I'm going Mine's right built in, so Warsmith. i got to pick a piece of terrain in your deployment zone and reduce its cover save by one, sir. Yeah. Watch out. Push on that, that right there, Scott. Game There's a changer. divider in the middle. That, nope. Nope. That tile right there. See how it's... Nope. Just let me do it. God damn. There you go. Ah, there we go. <laughs> so we got to go to Gen Con today, man. Me and me and Ryan got some people watch all day. Yep. So Michael landed at the airport around 9 a.m. And the first thing on the itinerary was to get him a tenderloin. Unfortunately, you cannot get tenderloins before 11 a.m. Because <laughs> if you could, no one in Indiana would ever get anything done. <laughs> so they have to put a time limit on these things. Kind of like the unwritten rule about booze. You're not supposed to drink before noon. No tenderloins before 11. So we went and picked up Michael. And I, I we were kind of... The airport is... Right smack in the middle of 
go get a tenderloin or go to Gen Con. But we had two hours before Gen Con, or before the tenderloin, and Gen Con opened up at 10, which was like an hour. So we decided just to go to Gen Con to kill some time. So we cruised over to Gen Con and spent about, oh, an hour and a half, two hours there to kill some time. Because we have weekend badges, it didn't matter. And then after that, we left and went and got tender ones. But Michael got to experience it for a couple hours. Um, Scott's yet to go. We went and picked Scott up after we ate tender ones in Kentucky. Because his creepy ass can't drive yet. <laughs> Bring out the gimp. Yeah. So we went and got him. Uh, went, uh, we stopped at the goat place. And got some goat products and petted some goats. So yeah, that was actually sold to me a little bit different. It was like, uh, it's like, yeah, we're gonna go to this. Uh, what was it called? Goat milk stuff. Goat milk stuff. And like, if you look at the billboard as you're driving down, it's like these baby goats are all like on the other side of a fence, and they're like adorable as shit. And you're just like, pet me, pet me. And so, uh, so we're like, we're going. The ride's like, we're going there. We're gonna get you some goat chocolate milk. You gotta try some good ass cheese, and then you're gonna get to pet baby goats and there's a cool ass cat there that you get to pet too i was like, <laughs> I was like oh my god <laughs> this is the manliest thing i've ever heard of so yeah <laughs> we, those we went and got scott and then on the way back stopped at the the goat place which this is my third time going there it's pretty cool you can't you wouldn't want to spend a lot of time there but it's a good like if you had kids you could maybe spend an hour or two there because i have like the baby goat experience you can pay and all that shit we didn't do that we just walked up to the fence and petted them through the fence yeah they're stinky yeah, but they're still go cute. smell. They are what they are. <laughs> <laughs> they don't. They don't judge. Uh, by the way, for my warlord trade, I did master of ambush. Uh, so three of my non-vehicle units have the infiltrate special rule. What what army are you playing, Michael? Well, I'm playing blood angels. I'm playing Ryan's uh, armored breakthrough blood angels. So uh, my list actually consists of. Let me go ahead and read this out for you listeners out there. So it's top secret, man. It's all top secret. No, I'm just playing. Do it. <laughs> It's a uh, Blood Angels Armor Breakthrough list. I'm running a Praetor with the Blade of Perdition, Melta Bombs, Digital Lasers, Iron Halo uh, on a bike. Uh, Predator Strike Squadron, both of them have Elastis Assault Cannons. Um, then I'm playing another Predator Strike Squadron with two Sponsored Mount Elast Cannons. A 10-man Veteran Space Marine Squad with a Rhino with Elastis Assault Cannon. I'm running them as the Stalkers. Because there's no more... <laughs> Marksman, no more marksman. It didn't matter. This list only used it for the outflank anyway. Uh, that times two. Then I'm running a javelin attack speeder squad, uh, pinnacle mount assault cannon, hunter killer missile on all three of them. Uh, five attack bikes. All five have Elastis assault cannon with melt bombs. That unit times two. A whirlwind scorpius. Five jet bike sky slayers and a supplemental strike wing with uh, crusaders, crusader fleet, avenger strike fighters, with uh, two of them kraken boys. So. Yep. The, uh, the jet bikes just have the multi-multi. So you get three or D3? Uh, three. It's just three. So, so you'll want to do... The, 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 just do the, the, is it the Warlord in three units or just three units? Just three units. So I'm going to do Ooh. two bike units and the the, out, the jet bikes. Well, you, you got to do the Warlord. you got to... Because he's a separate <laughs> unit. Oh. So you got to go Warlord, attack bikes that he's with. Unless it says the Warlord in three units. Did you reread it? No, I think it's just three units. Three non-vehicle units. You better reread it. Okay. I don't know. Oh, your warlord and yeah, that's what I thought. So you'll want to do both bike squads, one with the warlord in it, and then the attack bikes because these outflank, those outflank, and everything else is a vehicle. Yep. So, so. Oh yeah. 
Well, well, well. So me. That that look picking a piece of terrain and producing a cover set don't look so hot now, does it? <laughs> is what it is. Alright, so I'm running Iron Fire. That's my best Tim impression of that fucking right war name. So I'm uh Warsmith with a bolt pistol, power fist, digital lasers, and iron halo. Then I'm running a Pravian with Artificer Armor, a Thunder Hammer, a Combi Melta, and three Castle Axe with him. I'm going to give them the Scout Special Rule. And I'm going to give them Multi Meltas, Flamers, and Battle Automated Power Blades on those guys. Uh, my troop choices are two 14 man tactical squads and one 10 man Breacher squad. Uh, Breacher Squad Sergeant has Artificer Armor. There's two Melta Guns, Multi Bombs, and a Nuncio Vox in that squad. Then for my elites, I have two units of two quads with shatter shells. One fast attack is one termite. Heady support, I have one leviathan with armored ceramite, siege drill, uh, snippy claw, and phosphex discharger, and a drop pod. And a typhon with armored ceramite, heavy bolters with shrapnel bolts, and that is it. Shrapnel bolts? Pinning. Watch out, yeah, for all the things in your army that are immune to pinning. I think, right. blood, are Blood Angels immune to pinning? Right. They, ha they can't go to ground voluntarily. <sighs> I don't know if they're immune to pinning, though. So I know bikes can't see. be pinned, so it would only matter on the vets. Sets up first. Oh, shit, son. That's a five. That's a five. All right, let's go again. Oh. Four. Six. All right. That's me. I'm going first, god damn it. Right. I'm going first. Pick your side, boy. I'm ready. Uh, hammer and anvil. Are you guys playing on this side or this side? This side over here. Alright, let me fix this terrain. Fucking goofballs. Alrighty, so. So, yeah, man, so. Uh, it's been a fun time at Gen Con, man. We, uh, like, we're not even, like, there for, like, the full day yet. Like, we haven't even, like, given it our full attention. We just kind of walked in. I ran straight to the dust booth. Got some uh, got some inside information on dust and stuff like that. And then we got to go see the 40k guys doing their thing. Saw some actually some actually really nice painted models and stuff like that. I was impressed. I was like, my goodness. I'm gonna I'm just gonna take credit and say it's because of my good influence on my buddy Chris Duncan that's helping run it, and he's gonna make everybody paint their shit. I'm not sure that's true at all, but that's what we're going with. <laughs> well, I will say that. Uh, <laughs> It's not in Indiana where they dropped from a three-color minimum to a two-color minimum for an event. <laughs> so it's got to be doing something right over here. And that has to do with the event organizers, so. Oh, this is Hammer and Anvil. Yeah, we're doing Hammer and Anvil. So, yeah, so far, man, it's been real, it's been real nice. It's been real pretty. My airplane ride was over here was pretty, pretty good. Uh, we had the, uh, <laughs> the... The meth addict riding on the plane with us—that was kind of terrifying. But, you know, he was. Uh, what are you gonna do? I told I told these guys a story, but I guess we you know tell the the podcast. So we're getting on the plane, and there's a guy straight up like tweaking, like literally he's laying on the ground, and one of his Nike uh, slides is like in the middle of like the airport, like where the terminal is. Like he's just got his Nike slide out there. He's wearing one of them. He's laying on the ground and he's got a bunch of map colors and they're all over the ground too. And like his phone's plugged into the wall and he's like doing that weird mouth thing, you know, where like you open your mouth real wide. Yeah. It makes that kind of sound. Yeah. 
<laughs> and I'm just like, I'm sitting there and I'm looking at him and like, I feel like, you know, like, like an adult. I'm like, are we gonna, are we all gonna ride with this guy on the plane? Like, we're all okay with this dude getting on the with plane with Methalon man? Yeah. And then he looks at me and I'm staring at him and he goes, hey man, are you on acid? Like, nah. No, bitch. <laughs> no, I'm not. But no, no, I'm not at all, man. He's like, oh, okay. I was like, I'm on, I'm on water. <laughs> and so, please, please leave me alone, sir. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was, it was a while. Like I was, he ended up getting on the plane. He was totally jacked up, but I didn't see him get off. If, if you guys want to play through these, these buildings, these roofs come off. You can. It's pretty easy. All right, cool. Didn't know we that. just use the garage doors to say they're an entry point. You just move through them like they're not there. Fucking here. Yeah. Not there. So we got here, had some pork tenderloin. It was delicious. It was as good as I have been promised. So, what, okay, so let's get into the first pork tenderloin experience because that's an important part of the show for a long time listeners. Yes. So, what, like, describe <laughs> it, like, because you've never, we were kind of talking about it in the the like because you were like really starting to dig into it like you've heard me talk about it before but you're like what is it what's it like how do they make it all this stuff so what like just looking at it when it came out how did it taste what did you think like did it fill you up like what's going on okay so so uh, immediately like when i envisioned this pork tenderloin i don't know i don't know why i thought it was gonna be a lot thicker than it actually was i'm thinking like chicken fried steak thickness but no this is like uh almost like filleted fish thickness like it's like super thin um probably like a quarter inch thin and the breading was almost like a like a a a carnival funnel cake like it was actually like super good breading on like this this really thin piece of meat and it was delicious i mean i don't really i've never had anything like that like it was it was flaky which is like a, a good thing. Like it, it broke off real quick. I thought it was gonna kind of be a little bit tough. Uh, I had the original like cut. I like I cut off a piece of this massive ass tenderloin, and then I ate that by itself. And then I went to town and made it into the sandwich. Yeah, I told him the options. So you, you got a couple options. You can either just shift it so that the bun is in the middle, and then just kind of eat around the bun, and then eat into the bun. Yeah. Or you can tear it in two put half on the bun where it's more like a traditional sandwich and then eat the other half on its own which michael chose yes or you can tear it into and stack them on top of each other and make a double decker sandwich which i don't recommend because that kind of i wouldn't have been able to handle that to be honest with you it would have been too much tender like i don't feel like you get the good the best like you know bread to bread to meat to whatever uh ratio yeah, no, uh, so that's exactly what I did. It's six inches on squatters, Michael. For... Yeah. Uh, it was definitely a, definitely an experience that I would not replace for anything. I'm, I'm glad that I didn't try and eat it when I was sick, when I was last time I was here. If y'all remember, last time I was here, I got train crud or something like that. And it was like legit, could be anything. And I feel like if I would have ate that, I would have killed myself. I would have died. <laughs> I was straight ruined my life so what do you think of the rest of the restaurant i know you tried because i got handcrafted sodas too you tried two different things there uh so the so i had the root beer and the root beer tastes like like it's it, like it tastes like a root beer float that they had ice cream in at first and then they like they filtered out the ice cream they're like okay <laughs> they take out the ice cream like they put it in like a big tub put the ice cream in <laughs> with the root beer and then they just like 
they filter out the ice cream out of it. And that's what it tastes like. It was, is that a good or a bad thing? Oh, it's great. It's, it's fun, great. Because that's my favorite part of a root beer float is when you drink that, like, the, root beer. The vanilla ice cream flavored root beer? Yeah, dude. That's the best, this is the best part. So. And don't forget we got to place these. When you're yeah, when you deploy, out. yeah. But, I don't know, man. Everything, everything there was good. And then I had their red cream soda, which was like a hopped up, enhanced uh, big red. Super good, man. It was almost like that Bart's, that Bart's red cream soda. So. Yeah, I'm hiding all my tanks behind. It's probably a good call. Buildings. Buildings. Yeah, you don't want to get shot at by a typhoon. Yeah, you don't want that typhoon. Do those have thunder rounds? Do your quads have thunders? Yes. Yeah, figured. Yeah. Well, well, well. That they do. So what do we got to place? We got to place our little red objectives. I place one in your deployment zone, and you place one in mine. Cool. So... So yours is worth five points each. Yeah. If I capture this one, it's worth five. If you capture that one, if you hold your own and your own appointment zone, it's worth zero. Which we discovered Mm -hmm. that because me and Scott, the last game we played together, was this mission. Doesn't mean anything. Doesn't mean anything. (laughs) I didn't know that, even though I played a ton of games with thirty k. Just abandon the shit out of it. All right. You can't Uh, abandon it. You got to keep him off of it. Do you want it to be knife fight? Uh. Uh, yes. Yes, I do. And I'm going to go ahead and infiltrate my stuff. Okay. I suppose. Yeah. Look at you. Look you know, once you just break all my stems there, it's ruined. Well, maybe you should upgrade the speed. <laughs> I tried, and he wasn't, at the time, he didn't have them. I'm having a sneeze attack because I just ate. People don't know I have a thing that if I eat, then I start fucking sneezing for like a half hour and then it goes away. And you get mad at me for having hiccups? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well... Normally, I'm more prepared, and I don't eat right before the fucking show. I'm not stuffing chicken tenders or whatever the fuck you guys are always eating and hiccuping and sleeping and snoring and farting and Scott's grinding and airbrushing and everything else. (laughs) Phones ringing. Oh, man. So why don't you all, uh... Right, why don't you tell the podcast about what you accidentally fell into today? All right, well, let's just start with the whole thing. So I went to Gen Con on... Thursday, which is the shopping day. I was actually supposed to work. Um, and then when I was going to get... My work is only like 10 minutes from Gen Con. So I was planning on just working. And when I got off work, just leave my truck in the work parking lot. And then just call an Uber. And Uber is only like 10 bucks to get there. And then I wouldn't have to pay like the $25 parking. So it would actually be a little cheaper. But I found out they were going to have the new Battletech starter and rulebook and all that shit there. And they were going to have like super limited quantities and they had a couple special edition mechs too and i wanted all this shit and i had friends going which who were going to the exact same booth right when the doors open so i wasn't worried about them uh getting it that thing moves 12 and shoots you better spread them fuckers out more no don't worry about that you're good um just make love (laughs) <laughs> hey, I'm not picking sides here, but I am. Because those are my models, and I don't want them to die. Just... <laughs> I don't want them to get stuck in <laughs> molly <wasp. laughs> That'll be right. a very boring game. This will be a short podcast. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> right. So, anywho, I decided I would just call an audible and just take off work. And so I did, because there was supposed to be limit one. So my friends weren't going to, they were just going to, you know, get their own, which I don't blame them get theirs, and then I was I was going to miss out because I figured they'd all be gone by 3 o'clock when I got there. So I went in and took off work and waited. I was with uh, uh, Chris Duncan, who we've talked about on here before, 
and he's actually been on the show before. And as soon as the doors open, we hit the Battletech booth. I was able to get the two starter boxes. Well, so the first thing, there was no limit. So they lied about that. So we went, and it was just a fucking free-for-all. Everybody was grabbing like eight or nine. There's some guy had a luggage rack with like a dozen, so they're all going to end up on eBay because people are that way, okay. which sucks, but it is what it is. So I ended up just getting my two. Roll for nine, five. And then I picked up two more for some friends. And then I got the limited edition mechs that I wanted and some other shit for some friends. Um, Michael was worried that the... Uh, Michael seize. Michael did not... Oh, you're rolling fight. the Cs? Oh, that was fight. Night Fight. Okay. So he's rolling the Cs. We're going to take a break in the story for the... No, you're doing it wrong. Oh, that was wrong. How was that wrong? <laughs> Let me show you, sir. Oh, was, I was so you right. Do you do this. And you say... Choose your doom. You don't let them touch it. You say, just point to it. Don't touch it. And then when they say green, you go, okay, green. And you go, boom. And it's usually a six. But that was uh, obviously just like a, it, not real. If it was real. Yeah, it would have been a six. It would have been a six. I got to ask you, sir. Hey, you got these guys squadroned up over here, bro? Yeah, I'm squadroned up, my friend. Yeah, yeah. these two? These two guys? Are... The assault cannon ones are squadroned and the last cannon ones are Alrighty. Well, I'm going to try to place my termite right So anyway, I picked up Michael's Dust Stuff. Um, was the second booth we hit. Shucks, it hit. <laughs> so termite comes in and uh, it hit, so it didn't hit. It, it hit where it was supposed to go, so it didn't actually deal any damage. You can't, you can't like put it purposely over a direct, over a yeah, model. It's not a Moloch. It's a shitty Moloch yeah. for those of you who are used to <laughs> use of Tyranids from 40k. Crater. Yeah. Scott brings his own crater. That's right. Fuck so it. Michael sent me some pics of some crazy dust shit I had nothing, knew nothing about. And then I got a kick out. I got to tell this story. So I pick up this one model for Michael. It's like this monkey with a chain gun. Gregor. And I get up to the counter and this lady, she's real nice. And she says, I give her this model. And she goes, you know you have to glue this guy's ammo belt on, right? So you got to think, like, I come from, you know, miniatures wargaming. You build and paint your shit. Um, Like, every model is unassembled in a box. This thing's just a box with a picture on it. I assume it's just a normal model kit that you build prime paint whatever right so she's like you got to glue this ammo belt on and i'm like okay Listen like i assume you have to glue everything on but i didn't say that i just said okay so she goes it's not really that hard and i went <laughs> it's just getting like angry yeah i just went okay no like shit. do i look do i do i look uh feeble-minded like what <laughs> do i look like a cook did somebody like <laughs> did i was it growing a dick out my forehead like i wasn't sure what had happened here to make me look like I needed to be told, like, talked to like I was 10 and I couldn't glue this ammo belt on like it was a really hard model to build or something. Like, I didn't know, because I don't play Dust, I didn't know if it was like, they pre-released some and they were like snapping or hard to glue on and people were bitching or something. Mm -hmm. So finally what happened, I found out that Dust models are... Primed and assembled. They're either fully assembled and primed or fully assembled and fully painted. Yes. You could buy them either way. So we'll get to the fully painted later. We won't get in that. So I was like, so Scott's dropping in his Leviathan. <laughs> the stupid fucking phosphate discharge. All fun beans yeah. coming in. <laughs> well worth strong. the 15 point upgrade to kill yeah. like 400 Just fucking depends. points worth of I hope shit. you like that fucking bike squad. <laughs> yeah. Phosphex is super fun. Hey, see more fun with augury scanners now. That's legit. Hey, new rules with our fucking FAQ'd Dreadnought Drop Pod, though. So Yeah, it works. We don't have to house rule it. It just works <laughs> like the house rules. You just walk out now. Um, 
So anyway, it was just kind of funny that I was like, I was clueless as to why she was going on and on about this ammo belt. And I guess it's because like you normally don't have to do shit to the models. You just pull them out of the box and do your thing. So, um, so I got Michael's dust stuff. I went, my buddy Dave, uh, Diamond Dave Stolarski, Diamond Detroit Dave Stolarski, um, Diamond Dave Dick Dingler, <laughs> Detroit Dave Stolarski. Anyway, um, I went and got some uh, Infinity shit for him, picked that up for him, went to the Cool Mini booth, got some Cool Mini shit for me and for some friends. Mostly I did shopping for other people. I think I spent a thousand bucks and like $400 of it was mine. So I went to Ironwind, got some more mechs for that. So anyway, I get... I was over at the dust booth getting Michael's shit, and I was looking at the dust models, like, in the case. And I'm like, man, these are really nicely painted. I wonder who, which pro painter painted these, all this stuff. Because um, I like knowing shit like that. And I'm, like, picking them up and looking at the ones that are they're using in, like, the demo games, which are usually the pro paint ones because they want the shit to look good. And I go, uh... And I noticed, because Michael... I, I called Michael and was telling him about the assembly thing, and he's like, yeah, you can buy them... They're always assembled and primed at least, but you can buy them painted. So I'm like, I wonder what these normal painted ones look like, like the factory painted ones. Yeah. So I go up to a guy and I'm like, where's the the factory painted ones? The just like the paint the the pre, the premium ones or whatever they call it. And he goes, That's these here. And I said, What, the ones that you're playing with? And it and I go I said he goes, Yeah, and I said, No man, not the studio painted ones, the fucking like the <laughs> ones that just come in the box that you just open up. And he's like, That's these. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and, it, and he's like, yeah, it's these right here. And I pick them up and I'm looking at it and I'm like, I literally just wanted, I didn't even know what to think. Like, I wanted to throw my fucking paints in a ravine or something. I'm like, what have I been doing? <laughs> I'm like, what? How? What the fuck? Is like the future here to have robots painting this shit or what? Like, I flew to England, took this weathering class, did all the shit, took Mark Ridley's class, take fucking CK Studios. And you know what? I can just go to Dust and buy a box of fucking models and open them up, and they look as good. <laughs> it doesn't even make any sense. It honestly doesn't. It's heartbreaking. It really is. Fuck it is. Yeah, because I'm like, because I'm looking at it real close, and I'm like, okay. And I, I'm, a, I think I'm a pretty solid painter, so I'm looking at these things, and I'm like, could I do a better job? Yes, I probably could. Is it going to be like significantly better? Like, is it worth the time <laughs> to repaint these? And I would say no. Like. If I'd have bought this army used, like, as a rescue army, I wouldn't repaint it. I'd just leave it the way it is. I would be like, why would I fuck with these? I mean, I would just paint something and add to it. So I was, so anyway, I got to thinking about it, and then Chris Duncan was there, and he plays, like, every fucking game known to man. He has, you can ask Scott of, like, the weird Grognard-level fucking games that he has. Are you going after them goddamn jet bikes again before bye, they do anything? Bye, bye, jet bikes. Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. First one and autocorrects two inches to hit the most models. So two Sorry. on the first one. Sure. Uh, two on the second one. You're jinking, obviously. Oh, yeah, yeah so jinking. So five total. How many are there? Five. Yeah. Five four ups. Are so this is where you fail all of them and they all die. Zero ones. Oh, it's it's four. Uh, poison three up. So three wounds. Three wounds. And four up. Four up. Four up. Oh, one guy dies. <laughs> Fuck. 
I'm just gonna give those to you. That's the best they've ever done. They've already they've already done better than they've ever done for me. Uh, I do I do like how he ran his uh his his boy in there. So it's like uh he he's like they're safe from the from the typhon now. Like, cause he's not gonna oh, that is nice. Yeah, I didn't think about that. <laughs> so I got four hits with heavy flamers. So you'll need fours. No. So just so y'all know what's going on right now, there's a Leviathan Dreadnought that deep struck in his drop pod onto my my jet bikes and uh, attack bikes. Attack bikes. He's got kind of a wad behind a big building. Wound wound. Two up. They're good. Okay, and two melt guns. Two hits. Anything close. Two more. Four up. Four up. Dead, dead. Dead, dead. That's more like it. That's what I'm used to. There they go. Sorry, Jet Bikes. You try. Now you just have to fail your brake check and fly off the board. <laughs> yeah, perfect. All right. <coughs> These dudes are shooting into the... Predator Squadron, so we'll start with the two melted guns into the rear here first. Uh, two hits. So, first one is a pin. Second one is a pin. And then I have one, two. I'll just resolve those pins first. The first one explodes. Second one is a mobile or weapon destroyed. Yeah, so roll one, two, a D3. Three, four, yeah. five, six. So uh, this side blast can't. You can pull it off. It's magnetized. Just pop it off. Ding. So, so Scott cool. blew up a predator and a squadron, and then the other shot carried over because squadrons suck balls, and he blew a weapon off the other one. Eight, ten, twelve. What are you shooting? The bolters into the rear. That oh. You can split fire. Oh, it's a squadron. Goddamn it. Yeah. Aren't they great? Uh. It's so bad. God damn this termite squad. Freeze the hit on. They just rolled out so angrily. And I need a you should have threw a crack grenade on one guy. Know. Did you forget? No, Do you have a sergeant or are you just saving one? Uh no, I just oh, no big deal. It. No big deal. Sixes, I need two sixes to finish this squad. You could be the forty K tournament hey! player. Hey these ones that missed are really a crack Victory. grenade I'm gonna that's one point towards the onslaught objective. So if you kill something in the first round of this mission, you get a victory point for the end of the game. So. How good are squadrons? They're great, dude. They're great. Fuck Time to All unload right. on that. I mean, everything. <laughs> Where's the rest of it? Here's one whole tank. Well, it's, it didn't explode. Oh, you're leaving it for terrain. Yeah. yeah it's, gotcha. it's dead, but not fully dead. Put the pieces over here. All right. Here's the fuckery. Coming at you with the old iron fire fuckery. So, I'm within 12 inches of a friendly unit. I only scatter a D6. Fun, fun. So I'm gonna fire my my regular frag shells into into the jet bikes. Oh, you want phosphex? No, oh. no. Bless you, Scott. That's Bless right. You. I don't I don't play that way, sir. So. That's a scatter of... Oh, it only scatters a D6, pardon. Six inches. Then... Oh, yeah, it's not Phosphex. Don't move back. It's off there. The second shot. So while he's doing the quad mortars here and resolving that, we'll bullshit some more about Gen Con. So, it's pretty cool, man. Gen Con gets bigger every year. There's all kinds of crazy shit there. 
What did you think, Michael? What was your first impressions? Because you went today. I was really happy at, like seeing like like I loved people watch so seeing all all the nerds there <laughs> like <laughs> it was really cool like you got to see like people really just giving it their all to be weird. Need fours, I think. Yep. So three wounds, two no. jet bikes. I was uh, I was I was real I was real happy seeing those those nerdies there. I were loves it. It would have been fine if we were to jink that. Iron fire token, sir. Next round's on me. Doesn't scatter. Does <laughs> not scatter. Okay. So eight shots just hit two guys eight times. So what's sixteen? Sixteen. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really excited that uh, you picked up some dust stuff. Yeah, so what happened was I had just seeing the shit and seeing how good it looked, and I'm like, man, I don't have to paint this? And they're like, no. And they were trying to like sell me models, and I was adamant that I wanted shit I didn't have to paint, which we'll get to. It was actually pretty funny today what happened there. So I had shit in my hand, and Chris Duncan's with me, and we're both like into the German stuff. And I'm like, well, we can't play the same faction. And he's like, well, that's fine. I'll play the Russians. And I was asking the guys, like, are the Russians and Germans different? And he's like, yeah. So I had kind of some shit in my hand, and I ended up um, not... <laughs> he did not... He shot a bunch of quad mortars and didn't kill any jet bikes. I did nothing. Um, buddy. Your turn. We got to roll for the break check, uh, break check on them. Yeah. I think they're leadership eight. See ya! So they, they three, ah! 3D6. That's my boys! <laughs> Yeah. So Twelve inches back. Yeah. Inches. See if they rally. Damn, box cars on leadership yeah. test. <laughs> See if they rally, Michael, because this would be being your turn. All right, my turn. They do. Yep. Okay. So they get three basically inches. three inches of movement, and then Parkins. they can't be pinned because they're bikes, but they have to snap fire and don't move. Okay. Um. So anyway, I ended up putting it back. I pushed out and was like, nah, I got enough games. I don't need all this shit even though they're painted. So I told Michael that I was super impressed with all the, the painting stuff. And I picked up a catalog because Michael wanted pictures of all the new stuff. Because he's got a secret dust podcast, by the way. He's been fucking <laughs> cheating on us. He didn't tell anything. And I find out from the people that work the dust booth. <laughs> that he's got a fucking... Jason Turner's like, I listen to Michael's dust podcast. I'm like, do what? Michael has a dust podcast. How dare you, <laughs> yeah. sir? Yeah, fucking didn't tell us. And then the dust people, the guy who creates the game, knows who Michael is already. He was just totally, totally sucking Michael off over the booth. my fucking boy. Yeah. Brown noser Michael. <laughs> so... They're both on Yeah. So, yeah. This is funny. So anyway, Michael made me take all these pictures out of the catalog, which I still think is a fucking ploy to like get him, get me to look at all the shit, which worked. I did. I was like, Jesus, this stuff looks so cool. It's like World War II, but they have laser guns. I'm not, like we talked about it, I'm not high on the Magic Wizardry bullshit. Cthulhu, Cthulhu stuff. yeah. So they're cool models. I like, I like Cthulhu, and I like like World War II stuff, and I like alternate history sci-fi shit, whatever. But, you know, I like cheeseburgers and I like ice cream, too, but I don't like ice cream on my cheeseburgers, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So the, the Cthulhu shit can fuck off, to be honest, but it is what it is. Like, it's part of the game. Uh, 30K and 40K, you know, have that wizardry magic shit in the sci-fi setting that I'm not super high on. And so does Dark Age, and I play that, too. So I can get over it. So anyway, we went back today. I picked up Michael from the airport. We went and got Tenderloin, or we went to Gen Con, 
and he wanted to go straight to the dust booth, and he was talking to the dust guys. And what's his name? Gregor? Gregor? Gregor. Paco Gregor. Gregor is Swedish, but he lives in the U.S., right? Yes. And he runs all the... Dust USA. Dust USA. And his lovely wife is American, and she was the one running the register. And she, and she was the one that told me I had to glue the ammo belt on. She warned I, you. She warned, warned me. So, what was... Oh. So, I finally told Mike, I'm like, look, I'll just buy two little... I'll buy two starter factions... One for me and one for Chris Duncan to try this game out. Michael's like, yeah, that's cool. So I'm like, I'll do Russians and Germans because those are the two factions I like. So I got Luftwaffe dudes and I got these, like, what are the SSU? Uh, Spetsnaz. Spetsnaz and some, what are the suit guys called? Uh, they are Steel Guard. Yeah, those guys. So they're twin salt cannons. So they're, try they're like picking up normal shit. And I'm like, no, no, no. Pump the brakes, boys. I don't want to paint anything. I got to get the premium models. And they're like, they're more expensive. I'm like, I don't care. I'm getting the premium ones. I want painted shit. So I'm like, I like this. And they're like, well, we don't have it in painted stuff here. Um, so I'm like, okay, we'll, we'll get something else. Brandy's on the wound, right? Yes. So I was apparently so adamant about not painting or assembling things that they thought I couldn't paint or assemble anything. So they were like, how would you describe it, Michael? <laughs> like, so they were like, uh, like condescending, like talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> about painting. About painting. And, and I, I didn't enlighten them. Like, I, I was I was in my head thinking, like, bro, like, just look at my phone. Like, I can paint if I want to paint, but I don't want to paint anymore, all right? So what's kind of happened is when I had my changeover at work, I have way less hobby time. And people know that this listen to the show. I've been talking about so that. one guy died. Four. Okay. So I'm really yeah. struggling keeping up with 30k right now because it's a mass battle game and I gotta paint yeah. all these models to do like a new Frederick army. Jarrett, um, it's been real hard. So that's why I've been painting. I've been trying to get terrain done for all these events like Adepticon and um, Heresy Camp, and also for this gaming pole barn I'm building, which is advancing. By the way, the uh, appraisal guy from the bank came out, so I, everything's looking good to go. So I should get confirmation. It's like 99% sure that it's happening, which is awesome. It'd be awesome for my club that can host events, painting shit out there, whatever. So I'm trying to get all this terrain done for all of that, and I don't really have time to paint, but I, I, I have more time than I used to to play games. So I've been playing Dark Age, I've been playing Battletech, I've still been playing 30K, but I have less time to paint. And it's been killing me, because I don't want to start a 30K project and paint like 10 models and it takes forever because if I do that with Battletech or Dark Age, that's a whole army. You know what I mean? So when, I, when Michael was trying to talk me into this dust shit, I'm like, man, I just don't have time to paint this stuff. So when I found out that they had pre-paints and they looked as good as they did, like almost as good as I could paint myself, I was fucking in. So I bought a couple of starters, even though I haven't played the game. But I told Michael, I warned him before I pulled the trigger that if I didn't like it, he had to buy it off of me. He's going to fucking eat it all. Eat all of it. Eat it all of it. So, it better be good. I'm pretty confident you like it, man. Okay. I'm a podcast radio freak, Zveragrad, and we waited till episode five before we, like, announced ourselves. And we Say that again. You kind of said it fast. Radio Free Zveragrad, and unfortunately, there's, like, no way that you probably know how to spell that unless you know the game, but... <laughs> I believe we had some intellectual property infringement, folks. Yeah. We're going <laughs> to sue you, Michael. We're going to sue you. You better look at that Radio Free Hammer Hall first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's some other guy that Michael found that does an Age of Sigmar podcast or some shit. And he's like, awesome. I chose this name. It's awesome. Fucking us right now. Yeah, so nah, we don't care. I don't really give a shit. I think I thought it was funny. 
Michael sent us the video. What was funny was we shared it with some people. I don't know that we want to name names. I'm just like, hey, look at this. And they thought we were mad about it, I guess. And they like went and kind of blew up the fucking <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, comments. And then I seen, I'm like, whoa, this guy's got a bunch of new comments. And then I knew it was for me posting the link. I'm like, whoa, fellas, we don't care. Leave this guy alone. Like, Put the, bo- put the box yeah, cutters away. Yeah, pump the fucking brakes. Um, so, yeah, it's pretty funny. Sign on this? Uh, 12. 12. <laughs> Michael's shooting, what, a bunch of salt cannons? Yeah. Yeah, I cleared out everything but three of these breachers. But, uh, I'm trying to... I... So, for the first turn of the game, any units that die... You get a point for any whole unit you kill. So. Yeah, so I've got to kill these guys. But I, like, I, I know I can kill them with the Scorpius. But Maybe. It's what you fucking think. Does anybody have artificer armor that's Mister, left? Mr. Yes, artificer. Yeah, see, there you go. Alright, well, I'm gonna light him up with the fucking... Don't come in here, Mr. Tactical Advice. <laughs> well, dude. I mean, I know what I would do. I mean, in my situation, I would shoot the Scorpius first and then see what it did and then choose to shoot the salt cannons. But I'm not trying to give advice here or wait the game, so I'll go in here and get a drink while you guys decide what you're gonna do. <laughs> so, salt cannons sit... Well, I guess I can't now, like... I can't kill this guy. This lone gunman. Yep. Well, I have lots of them. Alright, so fine. We're gonna go ahead and fire at the uh, the termite there, buddy. Alrighty. Shoot away. So. But yeah, man. Oh, well, actually. Nah, Scorpius. Scorpius can't hurt it. So we're gonna fire uh, 20 shots from assault cannons at the scor- at the uh, the termite. Oh, well, well, is that what you're gonna do? So? <laughs> that is exactly what I'm gonna do. Because if I can't kill one unit. Do you, uh, you boys want anything to drink? I'm good, man. Okay. So yeah, so Raider Free Sparagrad. That is the podcast that we waited till episode five. You'll hear on all my episodes that we talk about waiting till episode five before we announce anything because we weren't even sure if we could like. Well, you couldn't tell us. Like <laughs> we're not. I didn't tell like anybody. Like, God damn it. So tell who's your co-host. Uh, Jake Ramirez, my uh, my roommate, and then Troy. Everybody who's in the third game community knows <laughs> crazy Troy. <laughs> powerful, powerful. Lehman Russ. Yeah. <laughs> You're all right, Troy. We love you. We had to kick you out of all the 30K groups because you turned into Captain Negativity. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't mean anything about you personally. <laughs> so. But yeah, we're like, basically we started a podcast as like directed towards new players pl- coming into the Like game. my Dark Age podcast. Yeah. So like we're starting the game completely brand new. Me and my roommate are brand new. We're coming in hot. Have no idea how to play this game. Well, we do now. But like we're five episodes in. It's like. Okay, I actually go to my first tournament tomorrow. Looking mm-hmm. forward to that, and uh, we're just gonna go from there, man. We've had some like people on that like uh, did like a sabbatical in the EU because the game is really popular. I know when I first discussed Dust, it was like dying. Like, like yeah, we all made fun of you. Yeah. We were like, "What are you buying?" <laughs> like we thought you were literally like what? buying stock in Blockbuster Video. <laughs> yeah. like, what are you doing? <laughs> So, so yeah, I mean, that's what it felt like, man. I, I was picking up armies off of people, like, left and right. You know, people were, like, leaving. Uh, John Stanford let me borrow a bunch of stuff. And, like, it's just, like, out the gate, it was just, like, just everybody's, like, yeah, you can just take my stuff. And I'm, like, man, well, I'll play this game for a little bit with my roommate. And then, like, start getting the scene, start looking at it, start realizing that there's, like, people coming in. It's getting healthier. Because everybody's pissed off from that Kickstarter, you know? Like, if you don't know, there was a Kickstarter for Dust, and, like, it 
legitimately like made a lot of people angry. Like you're not even allowed to mention the Kickstarter on the in the Facebook group. Like, it's like it's one of those things. People are salty about that. So it's like the Robotech Kickstarter. Yeah. It's like, don't say anything. Don't you say nothing. Like and so so there's a lot of people that left and then like now it's coming back. But the EU, the European circuit, never fell off. So now you have like all these people out there who like in the EU they have this huge tournament scene, this huge competitive scene. They have all the meta down and all that jazz. So one of our guys from America, Ben, went over there. He played in like the EU Nationals, the German Championship, and the Dust Vikings. Like he played in like three major tournaments over there, and he was actually from Ohio. And he goes over there, gets his ass kicked, <laughs> and comes back. He's like, "Okay, boys, I went to, uh, I went to the the EU, and uh, here's what I learned." And so we actually had him on our our last episode explaining like what us boys in America need to to learn and pick up on. So I don't know, it's fun. We're all learning. Pretty cool. So, Speaking of other games, uh, we kind of played a game of BioTech, but it kind of went way over. Me and Scott's head a little bit. Yeah. We, we jumped too far into the deep end. We bit, we bit way off. We bit off more than we could ever choose. But we had like a good discussion with rule books and shit in the car today on the way back from Kentucky because it's a two hour drive. And it, I think we got the basic square away, right? You yeah. feel more comfortable? Yeah, I do. Okay, cool. I picked up a clan uh, ghost bear pin from He has a pin. He doesn't have any Battletech models, but he has a. That's I your rival Battletech clan, models. bro. I know. You guys hate each other. Very I have well. a Kodiak, dude. I have a bunch of models. I know exactly. Oh, you do? Well, you not played? Shitty yeah. ass clan ghost bear. Shitty ass clan. Fucking. So, yeah, man. I, I don't have anybody to play with, man. It's like. Y'all are up here. I hope it stays that way. Ghost bear play. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ooh, ready for the Salty, salty. There's. Just enough. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Get out of that termite, boy. That's a dead drill. <laughs> oh, bend, there's four. Bend here. over and insert. I don't know how to turn it over. Every called this kind of <laughs> All these sides look the same. How do we how do we say that it's dead? Okay, so termite's dead, so that's one point. Uh Scorpius into Bam. Alright. Who's head? Who's head? Oh, your warlord's a separate unit, though, right? You left him in? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Ooh, I don't know what I would do, but... Whose head did you put it over? Can I see him on the other side of this termite? No, no that's right. No, motherfucker. Definitely not. Okay, that's right. It's brush. You don't have to. Okay, put it on him. <laughs> put it on him directly. One shot. Roll a hit. Oh, yeah. Full did... scatter. Oh, did he move it? Yeah. Yeah. I had, oh. to, had to get it get it away from Leviathan McStampy. Yeah, next one. <gasps> Hit on the spot. Okay, so two to one. Don't roll a one, Scott. Don't roll a one. Glad fucking tactical assistance. Hey, I didn't say here. shit. I just said I knew what I would do. I know what That's I would do. I know what I would do. That's six. Good. Ah. <laughs> I didn't want your dude to die. That's <laughs> funny. It would have been funny if we would have laughed at you. I'd give you another Facebook profile pic like oh, we did after Battletech. <laughs> um, What's next? Uh, assault cannons into this unit right here. Okay. So how many can see? I think there's probably all of them. Yeah. Or five guys. Yep, all of them. Oh shit. Oh god. Okay, so uh, we're gonna go ahead and do all of the assault cannons first, and then we'll follow up with the bolters. The uh, bolters. <laughs> so. So yeah, man, duh. But uh, but man, what are we? 
What like what did did anything happen this week in the the Wars Heresy world? Like I don't know, man. People ask me, they're like, go to the booth and ask about Titanicus. And I'm like, dude, all it is is a bunch of plebs from Tennessee that work at the American warehouse that are just like <laughs> I don't know, man. Mid to low level employees. I, don't know, man. I promise you they don't know about pricing or whatever on fucking. Whatever you're, whatever you're looking for. It's like it's like care. Kathy from payroll right. that wanted a work vacation to work at the Gen Con booth. So get to go to sunny, sunny Indianapolis. So that's Yeah. It was it actually is sunny. It's yeah. been nice weather. So they I got three different answers on the price, so Nobody knows. It's yeah. anybody's guess. Um, so that's all that... We're playing 30k now. That's news. Yep, that's yep. happening. Two fully painted armies. Is this the first time you've played Michael in 30k? Uh, no. Yeah. No, no, I played you before. Where did you play at? At your event. Me and someone else played against... Oh, when you came down and were sick. And you got, you fucking Instagram. got all hyped up on candy corn <laughs> and fucking red pop and then puked all over my Turin. shower curtain. Yeah. <laughs> What's so funny is like it was because uh, I was feeling bad. And I How many twos yeah. or better do you have? Uh, a lot. It's a two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, fourteen saves. Does oh, no. that guy have No. Okay. So we lose two guys there. Yeah, the last time I was here, I uh, like was. I think I was halfway through our game, Three, Scott, One, when I got two, sick and had to go throw up in that bathroom right there. Yeah. It was a rough time. You rough. were literally like the kid that just ate too much shit and then like did, like spun around in an office chair and like ran around and then puked up a bunch of Pop Rocks and soda. Like the it, typical, was, typical. it was a bunch of soda for sure. Two, four, six. Eight, what other bullshit you got? Little bolters? Twin Link bolters. Okay, so how many of these Twin Link bolters can see, bro? Yeah, that's what I need to know because I fucking lost some duders. Yep. So that's. I can only kill. Two well, hang on. Guys, that's two guy. shots. Everybody else a single shot. So. So one, two, two shots. three, probably four. That guy can probably see, right, Scott? Yeah. For that dude. Yeah. And I don't. That guy might be able to see. That's okay. We can not let him see. Oh, but they're out of range anyway. Yeah. So four four shots, or sorry, five because this guy double taps, and two need to be separate, or one needs to be separate because it's higher ballistic skill. Okay, so five shots, eight threes, one misses, twin links, still misses. And fours. Uh, three armor saves. Three. Yeah. Three. I think once that dude's dead, like, that's it, right? Like, I can't even, if he dies, when he dies, that's what I mean. Right there. First save. Oh, he's artificer? Oh, no. He pulled two. All right. Yeah, I can't shoot any more than that. What's next? Is that it? So your turn, sir? Shot, 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 shot. He has to roll for reserves, right? Yeah, turn two. Do, yeah right? well, he used to make a check on these guys, and he needs to make a check oh, on What the fuck <laughs> I do, bro? <laughs> He's iron, iron wires. Yeah, and iron without, motherfucker. Hey, yeah. hey, hey, make a check, Scott. Oh, yeah, we checked. We checked. <laughs> we don't give a fuck. <laughs> 
Yeah. If you don't give a damn, as a wise man once said, Hard we no. don't give a fuck. Hard so, no. <laughs> all right, I'll flank and capital axe. Yes. yes. One, two, three, four, five, six, all threes. Uh-oh. <laughs> Say what's up to the vehicle squadron, robots. <laughs> <laughs> yep, there they are. <laughs> hey, Castlax. I don't know who should I heard it. Michael's army like outflank, so I'm going to put outflank on your outflank. Here we go. We'll go over here instead. We'll go say what's up to this little one in Scorpio. Oh, damn. I didn't shoot my... Little I didn't... You didn't shoot what? My multi-melt on my... I didn't snapshot my multi-melt on Snap shoot your multi-melt on bro. He don't care. Go ahead. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What are you shooting at? Blowjobs down here. <laughs> we shooting at? Well, naturally. Sure, man. Go those, ahead. Those two guys right there? Those mijos? One hits. Oh! Look at that! You let him do it! You let him do it! One guy. Five up cover save. No, I didn't make a fucking cover save all day. He says, you let him do it! <laughs> you let him! He gonna do it! Alright, my turn. Yeah, well that guy's cool. now dead. Yeah. Being nice killed your trooper, Scott. Uh -huh. That's what getting gets being nice time. gets you. Gets him every time. I also, I mean, it's already too late now, but I should have absolutely assaulted with those attack legs. Yes. So. No more nice. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I wouldn't. Me, I wouldn't expect it to last turn. So, there. so, um. We need. We have shout outs, so we need to do Andrew Hollis first, right? Oh, yes, we do. money! The old free pivot forty-eight inch type of shot <laughs> in the cut. <laughs> that's a that's a whole bike squad unless he scatters a lot. That's a whole sir. bike squad there, sir. <laughs> Should have remembered to assault. He'll, he'll scatter. Then it wouldn't have been a big deal. He'll scatter. If it scatters <laughs> off the table, even a little bit on that center mark, you don't get to place it. It's okay. He will. Mike was confident that he's not going to lose a whole unit of guys. Damn, dude. What's so crazy is, like, I told myself, I was like, I'm going to move them towards them to assault. And yep. then they would have been safe and yep. sound and not dead. Safe and sound. Because then you could have consolidated behind that big fucking line sight blocking building, even if you'd have won. It's okay, man. People make mistakes. Go this way. Yeah, you some people do. Join them. Yeah. <laughs> so you want to do shout outs or are you busy doing this? Yeah, dude. Let's do shout outs. All right. I got it in my Facebook messages here. Like three inches. By the way, man, Andrew Hollis, uh, powerful tagged event. Heresy can't sponsor for one. Yep. But uh, tagged events, man. I will say that working with him for the whole Heresy Camp swag and all that jazz, yep. legit, man. He's like, a good dude. He's a good guy. He absolutely like works with you. Like, hey, like. Did you see that? What that guy created? Yeah. Oh yeah. It's pretty funny. Anyway, go ahead. But yeah, man, he's like super easy to work with, like super, uh, like he like he like baby steps you through. It's like this is what I need from you. I need this. I need this. I need this. And like that's exactly what I like whenever it's like a, somebody trying to make something better. Well, big into helping out the community, that guy, which is good. Not bad. Messages. Oh yeah, so so what's up with that uh, Sakarin there? That Sakarin Rhino hybrid. Oh, I don't know. Somebody decided to make a Sakarin into a transport. Hey, one takes a wound. Wundo. Wundo, Mundo. Oh, here he is. 
So was that 3D printed or was that just like a straight up? Uh, um, I don't know what he did. Conversion. It looks good. He did a good job on conversion work. Yeah. Ranosikarian. He says, "Hey guys, was wondering whether or not you'd be able to give this event a bit of a mention in an upcoming episode for us, please. We are doing this right now, Andrew. Uh, it is a hobby camp based in Australia, so it's like." I guess like kind of like their version of heresy camp, maybe? Uh, so this doesn't sound like heresy re- directly. It sounds like a full-on hobby camp. Oh, so it's for anything, like 40K, War Machine, whatever you want to do. I'm not sure. Macaroni art. Mac- yeah, <laughs> like, whatever your hobby is. Whatever uh, you enjoy. Interpretive dance. Yeah. Free base. Basket weaving. Cocaine. Yeah. Free base is free base basket weaving where you do a bunch of cocaine and then weave baskets. Yeah, see what you get. So anyway, the Australian camp of what do we got? So it's called the Scala uh, Progenum, which is like the uh, in 40k lore, it's where commissars and Tempesta scions and shit are made out of. It's like a little. Uh, it's brainwashing school for kids. <laughs> it's brainwashing school for It's like kids, current so. college. So, one guy dies and one wound. Kind of like college, basically. Pretty so, this accurate. this event, before we get too carried away here making shitty jokes, <laughs> is Friday, June 14th, 2019. So, it's next year. He's giving you a full fucking year. So, it's June 14th through June 17th in Australia. Um... We'll just post this link up, right? On our thing? Yeah, we can do it. Facebook. And we can maybe copy it to show notes if Michael wants to do that. But, um, looks cool. Andrew's a cool dude. It's probably going to be fun. Sign up for that. Make a macaroni art for us and send it to us. There you go. We'll put it on our refrigerators like private parents. Hey, holy oh, shit, that's There's one dead. One more one. You gotta die, Squirm. Uh, yeah, here's Scott. Oh, Michael's I'm, bleeding attack bikes here. I think I'm done shooting <laughs> that fucking squad. Do not want to miss this charge. So. Um, so, yeah, we did that shout out. I just spent fucking RC Cola over these questions. Oh, Kami Melta fucking. Did you say Kami Melta? Kami Melta Steve over here hits. He's a centurion. Yeah, so it's we're. I'm playing against these blood ants right now, and they're slowly just getting slaughtered. Oh yeah, it's a Melta pin. So what's the pin do? Uh, explode, sir. Say goodbye to the old Scorpius. Sorry, Scorpius. Sorry. Boom, boom. Sorry. 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 Exploded. The whole thing's dead. Just remember. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you did something. Good job, guys. I mean, I'm checking our Facebook messages right now to see if we have anything else. We uh, do. Betrayer. Betrayer Breeze. Over at the... Why can't... Adventurers Guild. Why is that? What's up? Is that so? Have we already done that? Variance Hammer? No. Okay. You want to do that? Okay. So this actually comes from Variance Hammer. Uh, looks like it's a contest. So it looks like Variance Hammer is running another contest. This time we're going to focus on Heresy Era Gaming and the characters that bring our games to life. So... It's got one inch. <laughs> so, five, four dudes. Four guys. Come on once. Uh, oh, two dead. Only two. Two bikes died to the time. Two anyway, lines. so, Variant Hammer's running another contest this time. We're going to focus on Heresy Era Gaming and the characters that bring our games to life. 
So that really cool Centurion who managed to cut his way through a squad of Galvorback, the Archmagos who cannot be killed, it's show and tell times, and there will be prizes. There's really a lot of prizes. So the official rules, the contest is going to run until October 31st, 2018. All entries should include an original entry of at least 2,000 words describing an independent character who is your original creation in the Horus Heresy setting. That means no special characters or characters who are subject to Black Library novels, Forge World Black Books, etc. This can take any form you like and in an in-universe recount from the Remembrancer. A Forge World style profile, a short story that speaks to the background, the character, etc. Additionally, each entry should have at least one picture of the character in miniature form. Because this contest is about the character in your armies. This does not need to be painted specifically for the contest. Additionally, please note if your figure has been painted by someone else, these entries will not be eligible for any painting-related rewards. We're going to the honor system here. Text entries should be in doc, text, whatever. Uh, and you're going to email those entries to variancehammer at gmail.com. So all entries will be judged anonymized. The judge by a three-person panel. Fluff entries will be graded on scale one to five, low to high, scale in three categories. Originality, how original is your idea? Artistic merit, how engaging is the story? How well does the narrative flow? Is it good? And technical merit, is it well written in technical eighth grade English teacher sense of the word? You're not going to be marked down for some flawed sentence structure here, but proofread your shit. It actually says stuff, but I said shit. Uh, He's more professional than us. So that's not hard, by the way, yeah, at all. It takes almost no effort. Whatsoever. So yeah, guys. So there is a contest from Variance Hammer, and it is going to be uh, one guy, one wound. It's going to be based on an original Horus Heresy character that you made up. You submit that into variancehammer@gmail.com, and go from there, man. Super cool. I love contests. Alrighty, uh, I think we're on to charge phase, good sir. Okay. Uh, so, what do you have in that flank? Everything. Everything. He's got three javelins, two rhinos full of vets, and two Avengers. Okay. All right. So, charging here. You want what to other ship? Do we have? Yes. Oh, yes. All yes. Take a little ship check here first, because you lost a lot of dudes. Please run. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you want them to run? Because One more dice. Three <laughs> d six, right? Yeah. So six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Eleven. Yeah. Backwards, go. <laughs> okay. If I say the opposite, usually. <laughs> In this case, that was not true. They actually. Did they have to take a check? Yeah, because they lost. What? Four, two three? dudes. Three. Four wounds, two dudes. No, there's five bikes in a squad. He lost two bikes out of seven. So. There's only three bikes left. Yeah, he lost two out of seven models, or six models. So 30%. Uh, yeah, so he did have to check. Yeah. Well, they're running now. Okay. So I'm going to charge you. And if I make the charge, you have to make a leadership or you're destroyed. So I do make it. So leadership. <laughs> D3 hammer wrath. Uh, one. Strength eight on just guy. That's wind. So three up armor. <clears throat> Take takes one. a wound. Okay. So, Put it on one of them bikes. You got another dice for me? Yeah, here you go. You're Green boy. Almost all down to one wing now. That's okay. Okay, well, I'm initiative four, but you got anything that will hurt me at initiative four? No, nope. not initiative four. It's ye old question. All right. So I got five swings. Yep. Uh, he wasn't skill five, so majority is left in skills four. So, so he's three. Come on, real shitty. 
Mm -mm. Nope. No, I need to roll two. Why did you want to fail? I'm really confused. This is with the snippy claws, oh. by the way. If it even matters. But, so four strength ten wounds. There so go. Three of them are dead, and then Praetor. Unless you want to just start risking on the Praetor. <laughs> yeah, because they got melt bombs. Doesn't I wouldn't. Yes, I would just take it on the bikes and then only take one on the Praetor. That's what we'll do. Go ahead and remove it out, and then I'll... You gotta four up him or he dies, and it doesn't matter. Let's do that. Four up. We're good. Oh, good. Okay. Then you hit him back on a three. Nope. No. Okay. Then you have to take a break check. Minus three, so seven. Uh-oh. You pass. What? Oh, fuck. <laughs> you wanted to fail. Then you could have just flown. Yeah, I know. Avengers in. And... <clears throat> Alrighty. Oh, these schmoes are dead. And that's my turn, man. Well, Alright. Time for your reserves. Yeah, let's see what we got. So let's go with the first Rhino squad. Same thing. Mm. Same thing. Second Rhino squad. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Neither. Fire it out, dude. Two more. Uh, Javelin squad three there, is here. And the Avenger Strike Squadron is here. Okay. Okay. Time to even the So what, did we have any sh other shout-outs before you guys move mm. on? Uh, no. Can I get a water? Yep, I'll get you water. Alright. Keep talking. Gotta keep it going. So bringing in the old uh <laughs> javelins. Let's bring in the javelins and task force to destroy the typhon. Okay, so uh it's this whole fucking reason to exist. So one, two, three, four. Yeah. And you get I to choose, good sir. Dealer's choice. Won't be able to do anything to the Leviathan because he's in combat. Typhon's 14 all around, right? Yep. Yep. And those have missile launchers on them. That was a five-man squad and it lost two. Does it need to make a check, too? Yes. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and do that one. Oh shit, they ran to you. <laughs> this is the, which bike is it? Was it those bikes? Or or leadership these test? back ones. They were a five man yeah. Michael, you suck at leadership checks. I know. There's no blood angels who are pretty. They are not valorous, sir. <laughs> they are not valorous. Okay. <clears throat> so. <clears throat> man, I don't want to do a bunch of snapshots. <laughs> or not, a, a, just a bunch of like. Glances on the Titan. <laughs> a bunch of fucking irrelevant, irrelevant Sallies over here. If you think that your Avengers can take the Titan out, you could risk it. But you could also just like shoot. Oh, I shouldn't help. You do just, your thing. Just, <laughs> uh -oh. I know what I would do. But... <laughs> I know exactly how I'd play this army. <laughs> I wouldn't fill so the fucking like, break checks. So almost like I paid it there or something. <laughs> Those days are behind me now. Yeah. <laughs> Those days are behind. Listen, folks, this is our philosophy, okay? I don't know if you know this, but me and Ryan, we've painted some shit in our day, okay? We've painted, I don't know, give or take probably $50,000 worth of miniatures between the two of us at least. I don't know. Or whereabouts. So... $50,000. The fact to know that there are dust miniatures floating around out there that are this well prepaid out of the box, that might be an advantage. We just have to fucking grab by the nuts. You know? 
I'm not one to pass up on such an offer. Yeah, that was what was so funny is them treating me like an invalid that <laughs> yeah. couldn't paint, didn't want to learn to paint and all that. And I'm just like, no, dude, I'm just tired. I'm just tired, just bro. Wanna... I've been fighting this fucking war for a while now, yeah. man. Well, plus I still, like, I don't want to waste time. Mm. Like, because 30K is like my primary game. Then I have Dark Age Battletech, and now I'm going to try this out. Like, I don't have time to paint more models. So the fact that I can just buy this shit and play with it like X-Wing or whatever. Oops, I just dropped some. Is awesome to me. I'm just trying to paint some fucking space Nazis, bro. That's They're not Nazis. <laughs> yeah. Michael had to yell at us in the car. Okay. <laughs> I had to. I had to let them know that, as unfortunate as <laughs> the official corporate stance is, <laughs> there's no more Nazis in the dust 1947. <laughs> They've been quelled. So, either way. What is this for? Something over here? Yeah, machine guns are there. No, oh, I don't see a machine gun. Oh, here it is, probably. Hey, looky there, there it is. Look at this guy. Don't touch it! You broke my toy! <laughs> Alright, cool. This is fun. So, so what'd you do? Explain to people what's going on, because they can't see. This is a radio show, remember. Uh, so two Avenger Strike Fighters came on. They've got their sights locked oh, on the Typhon. Unfortunately, I don't think they're going to kill it. They're going to try, but I don't think so. Uh, Javelins came on the other side. They got their missiles and hunter killer missiles and assault cannons locked on the uh, the quad mortar squad that's been giving me trouble this whole game. And I guess I don't have to move them, guys. Oh, these guys need to do something. <laughs> oh, did we forget about these boys? Yes, yes we did. It's always the one that you let run away that comes back to fight you. So, did we do all the shout-outs and all that? Can we go to questions? Yeah, man. Start doing some questions. First question. Hello. I was wondering if you could send me a link to a website that you used to get magnets from. I remember you've mentioned it a couple times before on the podcast, but I couldn't find the episodes it was mentioned on. Usually I would just buy some through Amazon, but I'm going to need super strong magnets in multiple sizes. And I'm planning on magnetizing arms, torsos, heads of a Warhound Titan. Actually, thank you for your excellent podcast. Pretty sure he listens to us. And the episodes on the FAQ was great, and all the list building advice really helped me out. Uh, this was from Stefan. Powerful Stefan. So, okay. the the I sent him the link. It is K and J Magnetics. If you want to look it up. And in their store, you can search by magnet type. You want N52 magnets. N52 magnets yep. are the strongest magnet. Two shots. If you're getting really big, really strong magnets... Cracking. It'd be four shots, wouldn't it? Got are you missiles. firing them all at once? No, this guy first. Oh, yeah, okay. Okay. Two shots. All right. Three to hit me. Two Twos. Oh, no, Armor Bane. Armor Bane, first one. That's a pin. Pins That's are. a pin, boy. Second one. That's a pin. That's a pin. Yeah. Uh-oh. AP1s. Pin yeah, one. Up. Nothing. Right. Pin two. Oh, let's oh, explode. That's extra D3. D3. That's oh. two more. That's three hole points. All right. Put this gold dice on a three. Then you got two last cannons to fire. Oh, yeah. <sighs> Double last cannon. Go. One hit. One hit. Nothing. Tank hunter. <clears throat> Real. Nothing. Good. All right. Uh, second one. Two Threes. last cannons. Oh, last cannons? 
Yeah. Do the last dance first. Good okay. call. Yeah. Uh, needing sixes to pin. Five to glance. Don't. don't. That's a glance. Keep that one. Uh, that's nothing. So you got another whole point. Down to two. Two Krakens. Are you sweating it? I'd be sweating it. No, this would be no. fucking grinding on my nerves right now. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> he old, missed. Old, he missed. He rolled a one. They accidentally two. loaded in the old Chinese fireworks missiles. I would have planked off the other two with those, but well, I still can. Yeah, I guess. I was because <laughs> they have hunter killer missiles and normal missiles. Yeah, but the assault cannons rolling sixes would have been nice too. Sixes, you say? Yeah. I'll still try. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, twin linked missile launchers times three. So, yeah, KJ Magnetics in 52 magnets. If you're putting super powerful magnets, they're twin, yeah, twin linked. Um, Shoot your typing. Yeah, need sixes. I'm gonna follow up some fucking cover, bro. Don't get him. Nope. Hunter killers. So you want to put those magnets in with uh, nothing, like epoxy or something. You don't want to just super glue them in on the big heavy ones. So get you some epoxy. Do you have recommendations on epoxy? Yeah, stuff? I like JB Weld. If, I'm, JB if Weld? I'm putting big, big magnets in, any kind of two-part epoxy cold welding compound will work really well. Just make sure once you put it in there, a you have the polarity right, so you have the right magnet poles yeah, matched up. No, yeah. Because if you JB weld that fucker in there and the polarity's not right, you're you're rolling with that. That's just the way it is from now on, bro. <laughs> That's part of the model. Yeah, that model officially hates having that last cannon attached to it. So That's all cannon the unit. <clears throat> yeah. Two. Bam bam. Two Ren. I feel like we've done this already. Two armor saves. Alright, we want the rings first, I'm sure. So we got another one from Ben. Out. He says... Damn it. Six out. Five. Yeah, look out her. On my Lord, yes. And a four up on my Lord Smith. Good. And then how many armor? Two, two armor saves. Two ups on the charge. He's good. Okay, so he says, I noticed you guys have been taking general questions lately, so I have some for you guys. Okay. How do you generally feel about Shattered okay. Legions? I'm working on ideas for a future loyalist force and have given a lot of thought into a Raven Guard White Scar list. Uh, would you feel fluff as a primary driver for a given list? I feel there are many brutal combinations out there and some ignore the Legion restrictions in place uh, and may make for rough games. Just curious, have you guys run into issues before? To be honest, like a lot of events ban Shattered Legions and I don't really get it. Um... I've, you always hear people talking about like, oh, I'm going to take these fire drakes in, uh, what's the Imperial Fist right now? Uh, uh, the one range. Hammerfall. No, 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 no. The fucking Stone one. Gauntlet. Stone Gauntlet. Yeah. Well, dude, that's like a billion points. Like, one rend. Three armor saves one rend. You, you know, you got to buy all the breachers. Four of them. Take some wound. Um, and all the expensive shit. Um, shit. So, it's, I don't know, I don't really see it. Like, yeah, you could do that and you have tough five fire drakes, but you just paid literally like a billion points to do it. Um, so it's really yeah, not... Two multi-mills against that guy. Oh, fuck. 
It's really not that big of a deal to me. Can you think of anything that's off the chain? Like, uh, off the top of my head, that's probably like the only thing. Without getting into like some Alpha Legion fuckery, that's like the only thing I can. I don't know. Like, you just have to try real hard. Like, I don't. Uh, that's like ultimatus. you can tell if somebody's trying to fucking okay. exploit it. And then two wounds. <laughs> it's always the one that gets away that bites you. Or my fucking multi-multi bikes doing some shit? Yeah, they just killed his warlord. Uh-oh. I mean, the same thing's gonna happen to me in a minute, so I don't yeah. really... Yeah, you know. <laughs> Mr. Pinchy will pinch some heads off. Yeah, so, shooting, shot, shot, shot. So anyway, yeah, I don't think it's a big deal. You can tell when somebody's trying to exploit it. Um, any event organizer worth his salt would just see that and say, no man, like, fucking don't do that. You know, uh, I don't think it's a big deal. I don't really see combat. I don't know what you're gonna do with Raven Guard. You swing and, first, or no, you're on the melt moment. So four attacks. You need fours. One hit. One's. You need a four up, Michael, or you're dead. Come here, right? There he is. Got him. <laughs> yep, there he is. You're correct. <laughs> Snippity snap. Don't look bad. Uh, Michael's warlord just died. Six inch consolidation. That's oh. bad. So did Scott's. So, you know. We're just, we're just, just, <laughs> we're just trading punches. You around this barn. <laughs> Alrighty, what's next? Is that it? Is that all your fluffing players, sir? Okay. That's all the fluffing player. Alrighty, my turn. I don't have any more reserves. So, you should have killed that Typhon. It would have helped you out a lot. Yeah, sure would have. Yeah. Should have, would have. You literally lost like like a thousand points of models to break test. <laughs> nah, not that much. Let's see, 500 in the war. Yeah, they're gone. Like 750 points to break checks. Yeah. It's, uh, it's been fun. It's been quick. It's been a quick game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know. It's been bloody. There's lots of dead shit. We still, um, got, we still got vets coming in, so. So, yeah, Ben, I don't know. Like, so a lot of people <laughs> place restrictions it on it. I mean, I don't really see it. I mean, they're playing. Uh, I guess in, I look at it like Forge Worlds put out, like, stupid shit, like D-level Magnus, Scoria. They choose not Should to nerf shit. I mean, what are you really going to do with Shattered Legions that's so. worse than that? Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I mean, Custodes are a thing. What are you going to shatter legions that's worse than that? Nothing. Literally. Yeah, so, whatever. Don't worry about it. And I really don't know any events here recently that have, like... Bandit? Bandit, besides... Uh, the so people that I've seen running it here, it's literally purely fluff, and their armies are really fucking cool. Yeah. So. Alright. So, well. yeah. Man, I don't know what this guy's... All right. Why I kept this. Bolter I feel like we've done this already. Caribbean. He hits. He did not win, but now my castle is the preferred enemy. He threes to hit you. We roll the ones. You get two hits. One save, sir. You jinking? So I'll read this <clears> out. <throat> we got an email from Tom. I didn't declare it, so no. No, you're good. You can go ahead and drink. I figured it didn't really matter. So. And what was this? The 
Well, to be honest, the castle likes you. Yeah, I would definitely have Gene. This is like, just want to thank you guys for all you do for the community. No. Especially Ryan for donating so much time, devoting so much time and energy to reviewing endless army lists. Uh, by the way, I have a boring story at the end of this email. Why would you send a boring story? Hey, maybe it's a good story. Even if it's boring, fucking lie to us, bro. Um, there's a 30k narrative event being organized in the New Jersey Heresy community, which I plan on attending. Awesome. Uh, as this is going to be my first Heresy event ever, possibly my first time. I feel like we've read this. Did we do this already? Did I grab a, a list of things that we've already done on my desk? I may have done that and not tossed them. Oh, it says done. Maybe I just didn't <clears throat> go over his list. Or maybe we didn't read his story. It's a Leviathan coming in. Uh, two melt guns. You know what? We're reading it off two whether groups. we did it or not. Gene. So if we if we repeat it, we're repeating it. Pin one. And the other one's just a single dice, but it's a pin. So. You gotta do them separate. First one. Yeah. Second one. No. no. Roll what's it do, Scott? Experience. Pull it off. Don't you forget my grab pack watch. <laughs> Don't you forget that grab pack watch. All right, so sunder shells from there into here. <laughs> Still jinking, but you know. Jinking. to hit it. So what's the story? Hang on. So he says I'm both. We may have read this already. I'm doing it again. If we have, I don't remember. Um. So he says. It's going to be a first heresy event ever, possibly my first time actually playing a game of heresy. I'm both excited and more than a little anxious, because I have a long way to go in terms One of painting and building. Four pins. So far, <clears throat> the event format is as follows. 3,000 points. Max of one named character per army. Max of one Lord of War primer per army. Unique characters are first come, first serve. Four. Four um, I've been working on my word bearers, and I need some help sorting out my list so I can plan out painting and purchases. I have recently acquired 10 Galvorback on top of the five I owned before. The quickest way for me to get 3,000 points is to put all 15 in a list. Five of these Galvorback are still unbuilt, so I can remodel them with different weapon options. My original army idea was to have a mass of infantry on foot, following four contemptors into battle, the Zardu Layak uh, as the warlord, assisted by a Terminator librarian, who would summon oh, demons yeah. to either act as meat shields for the advance or to strengthen my rear as the legionaries charge ahead to lay down their lives for the Pantheon uh, and also be buffed by Dark Channeling. The fluff behind the army is that the legionaries, including those entombed in the Dreadnoughts, are uncontrollable fanatics who somehow survived the Calf campaign uh, and are to be sacrificed to further one of Zardu's schemes. A dis uh, as dismounted infantry will probably get shot off the board. I'm seriously considering dividing my Galvor back into ten and five-man squads and putting them in a Charybdis and a Dreadclaw. Yes, I can do that. Um, with the rest of my army, except for the plasma gun support squad, being almost entirely on foot, I don't think this list will be seen as OP. I agree. I don't think it will either. He does have a little. Did you upgrade the the Sky Slayer Sergeant? Is he? He's not real. So he's only leadership. Yeah, I just I just have it modeled. I don't think you can put a sergeant in that squad. Oh Jesus Christ! That dude ran off the table too. That makes four. Count them. Four failed breaks. There's a. 
They wouldn't be here. They this logistical wow. nightmare. Wow. Um. Where was I at? Oh, about OP. Yeah, it's not OP at all. You'll be good to go. However, I'm also considering using less pods or less Galvor back in order to add a 15-man assault squad with melt bombs, which would need to be purchased. I'm also considering putting a 10-man Galvor back squad and a Spartan, That's which funny. I would also need to buy. That sounds very similar to my list. Yeah. Like that I... The, yeah, yeah, the word bearers one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um... Funny. My budget is limited, so getting both pods will probably prevent me from getting anything else that's expensive. I would also consider possibly having to drop nice. a demon summoning if I can't obtain enough right demon models to summon. Right two. And would willingly reshuffle the HQs. You got both for sides. One, two, three, four. Um, First one. one also, two, I am undecided four. on how to upgrade my Gal Warback. Side, I forgot one. to buy the upgrades in my first draft list, and I'm questioning the use of a plasma support. And then he gave me a list of other models. So, I don't really remember what I did. I know I sent this list to him already. I'm like 99% sure I did that. I should have had this ready, but it doesn't matter. They're still playing the game. We're going to record as long as we're playing. We're getting there. We're on, like, what, turn three? Yeah. Here's, yeah, bottom of turn three. Yeah, so. but, like, most of Michael's shit's fled. Yeah, it's not, <laughs> not looking good. Fled or dead? <laughs> fled or dead, folks. Okay, so what I did for him, I got a Praetor with Burning Lore, Power Fist, Paragon Blade, Digital Lasers, Iron Halo, and Jump Pack. Then I have Zardu, Layak, the Crimson Apostle. So this fulfills, Word Bears have to have two HQs. Um, one just has to be an HQ like normal, right. and they, your secondary HQ always has to be either a Chaplain or... Chaplain or a Centurion. So you can take the Praetor as your primary and then take Zardulayak, who counts as a Chaplain. It says so in his unit entry. For troops, uh, I took the 15-man assault unit because he ended up getting one. He wrote a secondary email and he says... Oh, that's his story. What did he say? Just wanted to add that after I submitted the email yesterday, I unexpectedly inquired a 10-man assault squad uh, called a sign from the Pantheon or not. Uh, they are now part of my collection and will be not be competing for hobby funds with the pods, which is good news. So, he's got 15 assault marines, three of which have power weapons. The sergeant also has a power weapon, so four total. Um, the sergeant also has artificer armor, and then the entire unit has melt bombs. For a second troop choice, he has a 10-man tactical unit. Um, they just have bolters. The sergeant has artificer armor and power fist, and they're in a rhino with a pill mount multimilta. For the third troop's choice, he has a tactical support squad. All ten of them, including the sergeant, have Volkite chargers. The sergeant also has artificer armor, and they are in a rhino with Pale Mountain Multimelta. For elites, he's got five Gal of Warback. The Dark Martyr has artificer armor and power fist. Then he's got nine Gal of Warback as another squad. Uh, the Dark Martyr has artificer armor and power fist. No other upgrade. Oh, and, and the nine-man squad has a single power weapon. Oh, the five-man squad. Both the five-man squad and the nine-man squad both have a single power weapon. For elites, he's got a ten-man veteran squad. Two of them have power weapons. Two of them have melt guns And the sergeant has artificer armor and power weapon. Um, they You can put them as stalker or weapon master. Either one you get to pick before the game begins. And then... Um, the Rhino 
has, let's see, what, where did I start? Oh, the Rhino that they're riding in has a Pinnel Mountain Multinolta. And then he has a Dreadnought Talon with a Box Dread. Box Dread! So I got in a drop in a drop Shoot pod, down. which you can now take a box dread and a normal drop pod due to the FAQ. Shoot Correct. Down. What's that? Dread a box dread and a normal drop pod as per the FAQ. Yes. So that's in this list. So the the box dread has a flamestorm cannon and a meltagun in the close combat. For fast attack, it has a, it has an ambulance pod. The five gal warback go on ambulance pod. Ooh, six. And then. For heavy support, he's got a Cribdis, the Zardu Layak, and the Nine Gal Vorback go in the Cribdis. And then for heavy support, he's got a ten man missile team, all with flak missiles. And the sergeant has an artificer armor and augury scanner. And also the Praetor of a jump pack obviously goes with the fifteen assault marine. So that's the list I came up with for him, which I think is pretty good. It's well-rounded. It's all within his budget and all stuff that he had. Um, like he's got anti-flyer in here with the missile guys. He's got his dreadnought in the drop pod. One pin. He's got some cool veterans. He's got a bunch of Calvorback and pods. Got the assault marines. Got Zardu for demon summoning. It's everything that he wanted. Okay. So should be a fun list. I actually like the list. Then I have some more emails that I haven't printed off yet. I just have to read off my phone. Give me a minute. So yeah, my uh, Avenger took a pop shot at the Leviathan and did a wound. But... I call this Leviathan Ancient Brother Strong, affectionately named. The boys of the Golden Throne will remember this Leviathan because he killed like 3,000 points. called Strong? Like Stromboli? Yeah, just like Stromboli. All right, okay. You need to say it with a little more aggressive German fucking... Accent to you though. Strom! So, there you go. Perfect. Bully! You're on to it. Is he German Italian? Yep. He's Strom Bully. <laughs> two, two, two different names. One. Who's it over here? Let's see the gas light. Some all of those guys. Yeah. Nothing there. And then the assault cannon is going into him. Oh! I got an email from the Nova Open. Uh let's go ahead and shout that out again. Nova Open raffle tickets for all the paying armies. Definitely go check those out. Uh, type in the Nova Open Charity, Nova Open Raffle. They'll come up. We'll also put links in the show notes. Um, I just actually talked to Dave Taylor at Adepticon. Or, sorry, at Gen Con. I talked to Dave for about 45 minutes. He said the raffles are doing really good, um, which is awesome. And I really think that they're painted super well this year. They went over them on the latest Eye of Horus. Go find the Eye of Horus episode with an interview with Dave Taylor. And give that a listen. It's like a an hour and thirty minute episode. Have you guys listened to that? Yeah, I have. Yeah. What'd you guys think? I, th- I think they did a really good job. I mean, they covered it very, very well. And if you're interested in in buying raffle tickets, which you should be, because it's pretty cheap, go and check that out. And uh, you'll have a pretty thorough idea of what you're what you're getting yourself into. One or two. No. Got it. So also, if you don't, if you're going, if you want to go to a cool event, if you live on the East Coast or even if you live anywhere in the United States, uh, you can still get Nova Open tickets to go to the Nova Open. Um, It's a good event. I went last year. I would have really liked to have went this year, but I just ran out of vacation days because I'm hosting Matt Kane, which is taking a week. I hosted Tim and Michael, which took a week of vacation, and then I'm going to Heresy. 
right. I'm helping host Heresy Camp, which is a week and a half. And then I also Let's took see. off a couple days for Gen Con to host my day. So I burn oh, up um, almost all of my vacation. Down to like one, one, one boons on the guest tonight. Um, but definitely check out the Nova Open. It's a good event. The Green Legion guys, like we've said this a million times, but they always put on good events. Into If Mark Raley is teaching any weathering classes, they're definitely taking He's a good, really good teacher. He's uh, really fun to take classes with, too. Mark's a good guy. Um, okay. So it's here's a, another question. I have a question for the show. Would you guys go over what armies you each have? I know they have been mentioned here and there, but never explicitly stated. Yeah. Uh, if not, Two thanks anyway. Hands. You guys do amazing, amazing production. Two both it. Thank Michael for that. We would fall apart without Michael. We're hoping we're not um, fully losing yeah. him to dust, that he'll still uh, grace us with his presence, because if he left the podcast, we wouldn't have a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Me and Scott would be pulling on each other's puds, <laughs> double Dutch rudder style. Anytime you hear any of this, it is not because of being right. Nope. 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 It is not. Uh, he goes... He goes you guys are the reason I got into 30K. Thanks, Connor. Wow, that's fucking awesome. Thank you, sir. Yep. We're proud Love of it. that. So, we'll do this. So, what armies do you own, Scott? Me own Iron Hands were my very first army. My second one is what I'm playing tonight, Iron Warriors. My third one was Solar Auxilia, and my fourth one was World Eaters. So... And do, do you like what are what's loyalist, what's traitor? So my loyalists are the Iron Hands and the Solar Ox, and my traitors are the Iron Warriors and my World Eaters. About how many points are each army? At least five thousand for so every that's, army. That's my benchmark. And you got all your models painted, right? Yeah, everything's fucking fully Fuck. painted. So I got you may about you may be the only person. To, now you just have to only buy dust models for the rest of your life. <laughs> yeah, I'm set. I have paint on paint. I'm on the death sweepstakes. Yeah. Someone, small Chinese children paint my bitch for me, motherfuckers. <laughs> so he also has a fully like he's played BattleTech for half of the game and already has a fully painted like. Yeah, I have a lot of fucking BattleTech miniatures fully yep. painted too. Which is Clan Hell's horses. If you're out there, holla, fucking clans for life, bitch. But <laughs> not Ghost Bear. Ghost Bear can fucking suck it. But yeah. Don't worry about that. <laughs> uh, so, Michael, what armies do you have? Uh, I have a 3,000 point Sisters of Silence army. I have a 3,000, actually probably 3,500 point Blood Angels army. Uh, that's my drop pod, uh, my, my drop pod Dreadnought army. That one actually hasn't come on the table in a long time. It's been packed up for a while. You need to fucking bust that bad boy out, man. Yeah. I remember that's what you played. The... That's what I brought here the first yeah. time. Uh, and then, and also with that, with the 3,000 points of sisters, that's I also have those knights that I ally into them. But those are just fun knights to have. And right now, I'm about 2,800 points deep of fully painted Imperial Fist. And so, and like another 2,200 to like 3,000 points of like tier two painted. Like they're like at the second step of those Imperial Fists being done. So, uh, but yeah, I have a Raven Guard army somewhere. They're just, yeah. I think they're in my garage dead. <laughs> that was my first army that just like, man. They fled out of his life because they failed the leadership. <laughs> yeah, they failed, yeah. failed 
Fuck some fucking leadership check. Yeah, that, that army has slowly been like broken apart. Like I, I give it away for people to get in the game and stuff like that. Like, <laughs> models just get pulled out of it. And, uh, Stripped and repainted. So many more days in there. Uh, so yeah, so that's what I got. So I have this Blood Angel army that Michael's borrowing. I probably have... Man, I probably own... Shit. What would you say, Scott? It's that whole entire case oh, plus. Oh damn, man! Of just blood angels or all of thirty k? No, no, fuck no! Like just blood angels. Uh. By eight thousand points. Yeah. yeah. I I think about four. Well, fuck, because I got more painted stuff. I got a lot of painted stuff. I got a fire after all that. I'm, most of the army's painted. I'd say three quarters of it's painted. So probably a good five thousand points of painted blood angels. I have. Man, I have so many salamanders. I literally built... Because I built them for both 40k and 30k when I was playing yeah. 40k. And I was wanting to do Badap Wars. So I built the entire second company. And uh, they have 130 men companies. <laughs> so I had the entire company. I had three dev squads, um, seven tactical squads, and two assault squads. Plus all the like support to go with the company, command squad, and all that. Um, for 40k. And then I also have like fire drakes, pirate class... So I probably got, fuck, like 12,000 points yeah. for them. Now only, I think about 5,000 points of that is painted. Because I, once I knew I wasn't going to play 40K anymore, yeah. I sold some of that shit to Samson because I'm like, I don't need seven fucking yeah. 40K style tactical squads. <laughs> so I got rid of them. I got rid of, I had some breachers that I offloaded. I had like multiple uh, Storm Eagles. I I think I down to two. I had yeah. like fucking four, something crazy. Um that's also that army. I built that Dreadnought army for them. So I have an army that's nothing but Dreadnoughts because I have Cassian Dracos as an mm. HQ. And I took the... We talked about this before, where you get elites as troops because it's that uh, book... Is it book four? Where you play the Raider and Attacker missions? Yeah, yeah. the... Force Organization. Conquest. Yeah. That is the name of the book that... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was playing the Raider Force Org where you don't... Ha you have to take elites and they, they count as scoring. Yes. So it's so I have Cass and Dracos as an HQ, and then just a bunch of Dreadnoughts as elites that score, and then I took like Garadeos as heavy. So I just have like an army of like thirteen Dreadnoughts that's fully painted. It's like a twenty five hundred point army. I've only played it one time. I played it against a Night House. I played so it, it was Knights either. versus Dreadnoughts. It was I, pretty fun. I played it that army style, that Raider detachment and all that stuff. Uh, in a event in San Antonio against some Salamanders, and I realized how quickly. Uh, Vulcan Hastan. <laughs> ruins of Dread. Vulcan Hastan. Uh, Castle Dracos? No, no. I played against... I was Blood Angels. I played the Raider Detachment. And Vulcan came in and just beat the piss out of all my Dreadnoughts. I was playing the my... The Primarch? Dread. Yeah. Well, that's not Vulcan Hastan. Oh, that's Vulcan. Sorry. Yeah. Vulcan. Just Vulcan. Yeah. Yeah. I realized how fast Vulcan can just beat the shit out of some Dreadnoughts. Yeah. He, was he swings like, at Initiative 5 with a Strength 10 Armor Bane AP1 Hammer. Yeah. Fuck, yeah. He was, uh, he was an Asestus. He came in real quick. <laughs> He's yeah. Yeah. So I have my salamanders. What I've been what Blood Angel Salamanders done that. I have about five thousand points of word bearers. Mm. No more now. Because I got a twenty five hundred I got a three thousand point army painted. Plus unpainted, plus I have all my shit for my new army. I got about six thousand points of word bearers, about half that's painted. To go with them, I have about two thousand points of demons from forty K that are fully painted. They're all uh, Nurgle based. So I have like great and clean ones, plague bearers, all that shit. Um, 
to go with that. So I have a demon army, which I guess is sort of 40k. I usually just use them for summoning or allies when I run uh, Dark Brethren Rite of War. Um, I got Black Shields. I have a 3,000 point Black yeah. Shields army. And then I have like a few extra squads that I haven't painted yet. Scott's breaking my dust miniatures that I worked extremely hard God damn getting you, fully Scott. painted. I fully painted two dust armies tonight, and they yeah. look great. Um, so I got that army. That's also what I want to work on for Depthcon next year if I have time, but I can't promise anything just because of the way it is. I want to convert it, because right now it's a Dark Brethren list. I want to use just a few pieces of that and then add a bunch to the army to convert it, to build a secondary... Uh, Right of the, the Serrated Sun, Last of the Serrated Sun, and build my Demon Leviathan that Scott's been fucking hounding me forever. Demon Leviathan. And I gotta paint drop pods because I think I have more painted drop pods than anyone I know. <laughs> you have a lot. You have a lot of drop pods. I forget how many the we have. Salamanders list, you have a, a shit. Well, I have seven them. normal pods in that list, three Dreadnought drop pods, um. Two Dreadclaws and a Charybdis. My Black Shields, I have three or four Anvilus and a Charybdis. My Blood Angels, I have a Drop Pod. Um, and then now my Word Bearers are going to have two Anviluses, a Charybdis, and six Drop Pods. Mm -hmm. um, the only ones that aren't painted are I got an Anvilus and a Charybdis for Word Bearers painted. Uh, all the salamander pods are painted and all the black shield pods are painted. Painting drop pods suck and I've painted a bunch of them. Yeah, yeah uh, that's probably, I hate painting drop pods. And I've painted some for charity. I painted the Nova Open uh, charity last year, the Sons of Horus Dreadnought drop pod. Um, so anyway, I got, I got that I'm working on. And then what else do I have, Marine? Oh, I did my Death Guard for... I got a 3,000-point Death Guard army. Um, it's really, with all the armor breakthrough shit and all the shit I've added, it's probably up there now, too, in, like, the 8,000-point range. But only about 3,000 points of it's painted. Um, and then I have a Loyalist Militia army made of Creed Guardsmen. I got about... Yes, mm, you paint all the... Count all the 40K tanks I painted, because I got, like, 35 painted 40K tanks shit. to go with them. But I, I'll probably redo them for 30k. I'll probably just use the infantry. So that army, I probably in that box is, and it's all legit. Like all, like 100. I bought all that shit. None of it's recast, whatever. On the creek, on that creek shit. I think I have individual, like little creek infantry guys. I have 350 creek infantry. Oh, good God. I have 80 of just the little creek engineer dudes. And I have like 40 of the heavy weapons teams. <laughs> and I just have shitloads of the fucking infantry. Like I got the charging, advancing, yeah. at ease. I got all that shit. So I could build like any militia army I wanted out of them. And I was custom building those tanks when they sold out of the Gorgons and stuff. I got all that. I, it's just a project that I work on a little bit and then move on to the shit work on a little bit. So I only probably got about a thousand points of that shit painted, honestly. Yeah. And then I have Trader Militia. And that army, I'm just doing, like, the 300 fucking psychos running at you. Yeah. And then I have a, a what's the, the pickup truck with the Gatling gun? The Storm Lord? Storm Lord. Yep. Yeah. I got the Storm Lord. I got some Lehman Russes. I got some of the artillery and all that. And I got 
a lot of the infantry, because I have 300 infantry to paint for that army, I think I've painted 150 of the infantry, and I've basically just been using it for like Centurion and Zone Mortalis right now. I haven't played like a full-blown battle game, because I haven't done like the Storm Ward or the Artillery or anything like that. Do I, do I own anything else? Am I missing anything? No, I don't think so. So, let's see, what is that? Death Guard, Blood Angels, Word Bearers, Salamanders, uh, Black Shields. That's my five Marine armies, yeah. and then the two Militia armies. Mm -hmm. So, seven armies. Oh, and Demons, eight armies. Yeah. So, yeah. And I, I have, other than the Militia, I have at least 2,500 points fully painted and all that, but most of it's more than that. Is this game over? What's going on? I don't know. What's up, Michael? Yeah, I think we I think it's pretty much game over. Yeah, right? yeah. I think we know what's going Magical on. Magical pinch these tactical squad. It's like pimple and fucking. Yeah, you so, don't have anything that can score objectives and shit, right? No. So, uh, so, so I just got this message from the the dust group I'm in, Alice Jazz, and they told me to read it. And I think you guys will all find this very interesting as well. Second World War tank and anti-aircraft gun found hidden in the basement of a villa in Germany. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, German soldiers grappled for nine hours with an unusual task, trying to remove a second World War tank found in the cellar of a villa. And so this is a Panzer G tank. Like, it's like a full fucking... Oh, wow. Like, a Panther G. So you're going to stick it in a museum or something? <laughs> yeah, the full... Almost 20 soldiers struggled to remove the tank from a villa on Thursday in a wealthy suburb of Kiel in northern Germany after police searching the property to discover the tank, a torpedo, an anti-aircraft gun, and other weapons in the cellar on Wednesday. Fuck, man. Whose basement was this? Tony Stark's, like... <laughs> police raided the home in the town of Heikendorf under instructions from prosecutors who suspected that the villa's 78-year-old owner held the weaponry illegally under a law controlling the possession of instruments of war. Uh, the army was called in to try and remove the 1943 era Panther tank and struggled for nine hours to tow it out using modern recovery tanks designed to haul damaged vehicles and battles off the tank off the field. Uh, the soldiers ended up having to build their own wooden ramp in order to free the tank. Uh, an army spokesman described the difficult task of removing the tank without damaging the house as precision work. Uh, a World War II era flat cannon is prepared to be transported. The other weapons all have now been confiscated by the police. Dude, this dude just had a tank in his basement. It's hilarious. A full panther in his basement. Germans, man. Hey! <laughs> Alright. I gotta tell the story. I don't think I've told it on here about the plumber. Bitch plumber. So, when my plumbing broke in my house, everybody knows about all that. We talked about it on here before. And they had to fix the pipe outside. It was like two grand just to fucking replace the pipe plus all these other bills. So they were like, if you sign up for this like two year service agreement, we'll do all these checks and shit for you. And normally we charge this much, but we'll give you a discount where essentially you get the service agreement plus us fixing this pipe for like a hundred dollars less than normal. And we have to like come out here and do all these like free checks and shit. And if you have any service calls now between now and whenever the agreement ends, you get the service call uh, for free. You, they don't fix shit for free, but the actual call-out is free. So I'm like, yeah, sure. So they send out, like, a heating and cooling guy twice a year, once in the summer and once in the winter, to check your air conditioner. Mm -hmm. And then they send a plumber out once a year to look at all your plumbing. <laughs> yeah. So they sent this plumbing guy out. He's, like, a younger guy, 20, like, early 20s, look like. And um, his name's Jacob. I, I, you know, meet him, whatever. He asked where the circuit panel is, all that shit. So... 
we're coming down to the basement, and I said, you're going to have to walk around all my gaming shit, because I got it in this back room, and the utility room's in the back. So I always just try to warn people so they don't, like, walk back here, because they're always like, oh, do you got kids to play with all these toys? And I'm like... No, motherfucker. Yeah, they're my <laughs> toys. Um, Those toys are my toys. They look at you fucking cross-eyed. But anyway, this dude walks in to my basement, and he's like, gaming shit, and I'm like, yeah. And he walks in here, and he goes, holy shit. And he stops, and he goes, do you care if I take pictures? <laughs> I'm like, no, man, you take pictures. like. So he's like taking all these pictures of my tables. He's like, man. He goes, what is this? And I'm like, it's miniature wargaming, man. And he's like, is that like Warhammer? I always kind of wanted to play Warhammer. I'm like, yeah, it's kind of exactly what it is. But it's... we play other games, but mostly this is for, we built this, a lot of this for 40K. But now we use it for 30K. We, I mean, people still use it for 40K. We got people still play here. Um, but we use it for, like, War Machine. I'm, like, naming off all these fucking games. He's like, man, that's cool. He's like, we play D&D. I got a couple friends. It, uh, do you guys play anything like that? I'm like, yeah, man, we play board games, all this shit. So he's supposed to be looking at my plumbing, and we're, like, standing here talking about gaming. He's, like, taking all these photos. And he's like, fuck, I got to check your plumbing, man. They, like, we got a GPS on my truck. I'll get in trouble. I'm like, all right, go check the plumbing. So he'll go check the plumbing, and then he'd, like, pop his head back down and take, like, more pictures, like, walk around looking at tables and shit. Um, <laughs> they, they know if I'm moving. <laughs> um, yeah, it was pretty funny. like you on the other end. So he really did. Like, he went through and thoroughly checked on my plumbing and shit, and I stayed down here with him because he had to go from room to room. While I was doing that, I was answering all these questions about miniature wargaming and shit. And I go, I go, hey, man, I run a game club out of here. Would you be interested in coming down? And he goes, really? You'd invite me down? I said, yeah, man. And he goes, is it just anybody that can come down? And I'm like, yeah, it's just word of mouth. And he goes, if, can, do you care if I invite some of my friends? And I'm like, no, man, I don't care. <laughs> so I'm like, you got all my contact information through this business. I'm like, uh, just fucking write it down for your personal use. And I'm like, if you give me your email, I'll put you on our club email. So he gives me his email. So I emailed him and was like, you know, here, here's all the info on the club. So long story short, we added like my this random plumber that came over to my house is now going to start coming to our game nights and get into miniature war gaming. It's pretty <laughs> fucking funny. So it made me laugh though when he was like gaming stuff and he comes in, and he's like, "Oh, can I take pictures?" He's like, "I wanted to play Warhammer at one point in time." In my head, I did the Michael got him. Guys, I heard it in my head. Got him. Whoop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So set the hook in. Yep. So pretty fucking cool. And then what's really crazy, he was like, "Man, I don't have time to paint shit." And I'm like, "Well, that's cool. We got like two or three um, commission painters, people that will paint shit for you here." I'm like, "Also, we play like X-wing, which is pre-painted. Um, and if you played something like BattleTech, because he said he played BattleTech, like uh, the video games and shit, and he likes the universe." I'm like, mechs are easy to paint. You can pretty much just paint them a solid color, give them a wash, paint the guns. Pretty simple. Put some decals on them, and they look good. So I'm like, I could real, I could literally sit down with you in an afternoon, and we could paint a whole army together, and then you could duplicate that in just different colors. And he's like, man, you'd do that? And I'm like, yeah, man. But now we found Dust. We really don't want to paint shit, and he wants to like be like a goddamn pro-painted, like, Jumped like 10 years ahead of fucking where I've ever been. Turns out we... Turns out you've been wasting your time if you're yeah. models. Because these look better than most of the shit out there. And they come that way out of the box and it's kind of sad. Throw your fucking paints... R real bummer. Yeah. Throw your fucking paints in a river. 
Save yourself the fucking trouble. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, CK Studios. Caleb, we don't mean to, like, get rid of all your business. <laughs> don't, don't push dust. Don't let people know. <laughs> don't let them fucking know. Don't let them see these models. Um, so anyway, yeah, it's just it's pretty funny that we, like, just talk a plumber into playing. Yeah, man. A lot of times they just see it, man. That's what they do. And they're just, they, they flock. They flock to it. That's exactly what happened whenever we did the uh, the Rockport, um, whenever we were selling Heresy Camp at Rockport in that little, that uh, trader days, market days over there. Like, people that never wanted to play war games in their life were like, well, you paint these things? Like, what? Like, that's how this works? Like, oh my gosh. And so... Uh, I mean, you just gotta get the word out. Like, there's so many more nerds out there nowadays than than people like to admit. Yup, yup. We got one more email. Um, I'm. It's we did it last or the last time I was on the father daughter that are playing. Yep. His yep. daughter wants to switch to uh, white scars, so I'm gonna write her a white scar centurion list. I haven't done it yet, but Matt, I will get it done. It's just Gen Con week, so when I go back to work next week and things go back to normal I'll write you the list and kick it over to you I haven't forgot about you dig it um, well, that's it man game's over that's it Scott won handily like you want to <laughs> sing We Are the Champions from Queen I paid my dues <laughs> that does not sound at all like Freddie Mercury sir it's <laughs> like is that Chuck Berry trying to sing fucking Freddie Mercury sir while drunk <laughs> Alright, guys. We all have a good word to kick you off with some music. Bye. Bye. Hey, hey, wait, wait. We want feedback. Do you like this format? I think this is fun. We can't do this all the time because we'd have to fly. This might be a special thing every once in a while. <laughs> but I like it. This was fun. Yeah, I think yeah. it's a lot easier and it's a lot quicker. Feels like it, especially Certainly. if we're all in the same room. Well, that's oh, it. hobby progress. I painted two whole dust armies. <laughs> Entire dust armies. They look great, by the way. They look fantastic. Gonna... I did such a great job. Yeah. It took one hand motion of the credit card. Yeah. Painted two. I paid cash, sir. No, oh. I didn't. I paid card. You're right. Um. What was it? What else? What else? What else? Scott painted the Titan. Did you guys go over that when you did? When you yeah, were we did. Without me? We yes. Did. Yes, okay. we did. Um. I painted some mech warrior shit. And I painted some terrain. I got more terrain done for here as you can. That's it. That's it. I'm done talking. <laughs> All right, guys. Have a good one. Wait, wait. No, really, bye. I'm done. I really am done. <laughs>